Hello and welcome to the Super Show podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and today, a little bit unusual, but we've got Jamie and Jonesy. Yay! Ooh, mixing it up. Oh, All right, boys. Oh, Hello. Fellas, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, you know, this is the first time you're on this podcast. So how does it feel? An honor, Feels a good privilege. Cotton. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> Wow. High energy. I'm loving it. Let's try and keep that high energy level riding throughout the podcast. I'm hoping it's not a two hour podcast again, because uh, last time we maybe went a bit overboard. We we're also quite tired. And I think towards the end, I got a bit delusional. But anyway, if you are new here, we are a gaming podcast. We don't take ourselves too seriously, uh, but you can watch us on YouTube or you can listen to us on a podcasting platform of your choice. I'm talking Spotify. I'm talking iTunes. I'm talking, I don't know, fucking stitcher and and deezer and uh you know some of those so yeah, just search just search the super show podcast and it should pop up otherwise of course we are uh youtube.com forward slash super show pod and you can also follow us on social media uh twitter and instagram at super show pod as well uh right so fellas we, we got a lot to kind of cover uh, I, I thought i thought this was going to be quite a slow week after that playstation announcement but actually yeah. we've, got, we've got some interesting stuff coming up it's a pretty um, good week. Yeah. Uh, you know, so uh, a couple of, you know, just a, a glimpse into the crystal ball there. I think we'll probably be talking about some Pokemon, some Star Wars games, uh, some uh, Battle Royale seasons, uh, and maybe some juicy uh, DC news. Who knows? Who knows? All I'm going to say is stay tuned because we're going to get to all of that. But before we do, I uh, just want you to know that, you know, nothing in this world comes for free. And... Uh, you know, this rings true for our podcast as well. Uh, this podcast is entirely funded by our benevolent patrons. So they headed over to patreon.com forward slash super show and they pledged a little bit of that cheddar to help us keep doing what we do. And we love each and every single one of you damn juicy, moisty boys, but none more <laughs> so than Brett Zerbrick, Hacksaw Bookread, Mindful Pig, Nathan Piers, Peaswad, The Dude Abides, Tristan Harris, William Sherry, and of course, the two dudes that, you know, they, they, they've just kicked it up a level. They've kind of fucking, they, they, they're the turbocharger and the supercharger to our engine, <laughs> respectively. And that is Lonnie Thompson and Skylar Music. Thank you all so much for your pledges. You help keep the dream alive. Thank you all. Wow. Yes. That was a lot of words. Okay. You did uh, well so there, Chris. You made it through it very just, well. Just rattle it off. Rattle it You're off a fucking machine. Yeah. Yeah, they call me Machine Gun Chris. I'm going to host the shit out of this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, lo- I love that. That's one of the best things about the the kind of the way with it, the remote version of this podcast. Yeah, with the slight, ever slight delay. Sometimes you could just leave someone hanging if you're not sure what to respond for just a couple of seconds. There's the perfect amount of awkward silence after every joke, and I love it. I like the little, I like the delayed smirk. That's yeah. what I always look out for is the delayed smirk. <laughs> Which doesn't okay. always work on the audio version, but I promise people listening, it is there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, I'll tell you what, if you're, if you're listening, go check us out on YouTube. All right, so as I usually like to do, I like to start off the show with a comment of the week. So you can leave a juicy comment on our YouTube channel uh, underneath the video. And, you know, if it's, if it's, if it's interesting enough, we'll, we'll get around to it. Now, last week, fellas, we didn't have one. So I think it's only fair that we have two this time around. Oh, I love it. Rack them and stack them. Right. Now, uh, what better way to start off a comment of the week than one from one of our very own patrons, Mindful Pig. 
And he mm. says... Well, I never know what to call them. Patrons, Patreons. I always get confused. Uh, I, I think Chris is right. I think officially they're patrons. 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 I just like to call them big dick dudes. Or ladies. Big, I mean, Or ladies. No. Big dick energy all right. Well, they do have that BDE. Yeah. Uh, right, so Mindful Pig says, speaking of your Patreon, see, nice little link there. Loved the new podcast, Super Show After Dark. If anyone hasn't joined their Patreon yet, this new podcast was well worth the cost. Huge respect to all three of you for being open about your lives and struggles behind the camera. Really enjoyed the memories you guys shared with us. Those tidbits added more character to these amazing gents. Not to fanboy, but these guys deserve the credit for a great idea series. Love what you guys do, and I hope there will always be more to come. Very nice uh, Thanks, comment. man. Obviously, we, we picked it because it's a bit of a fucking <laughs> pat on the back there. I'll be honest, that's the first time I've heard that comment like in full. I think I might have seen it under the video, but that's the first time certainly that I've heard it said out loud to me, and I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah. yeah uh, thanks, cool. Mindful Pig. I mean, we'll take you know, it. He, he is one of the dudes keeping the dream alive, so thank you for that. Certainly um, who is. knew that erotic audio um, from us would do so well oh. on the uh, Patreon after well, dark? Yeah, look, I, I thought it was a good one to include, obviously, not just because, you know, Mindful Pigs of Patreon and, and saying nice things about us, because, hey, fuck yeah, always. But uh, more to just let people know that we do often record additional podcasts, um, some sneak peeks, sometimes some early access over on our Patreon. It's not just simply a case of, giving us a little bit of moolah to keep our things going. You get something in return. I like the old AI dungeon thing, the app <laughs> stuff that we've done, oh, yeah. which is mental. Yeah, which like, it makes no a, sense. So for those who don't know, AI dungeon is kind of like a, a text-based adventure with an AI thing behind it, kind of creating the story as you go along. And the idea is that it can respond to anything you throw at it. I guess uh, it's a dungeon master. Yeah, it's like a dungeon. Is it's that, like, is it's like a thing? Zork. You remember Zork? S- Stands Gaming. in for the human games person who sits there going, you try and do that. You try and throw yourself at them by yeah. picking up both your own legs, but it doesn't work. Yeah. And it does it with AI <laughs> and not very well, really badly, in fact. Yeah, so we, we did have some fun with that. Uh, I don't know if we'll go back to AI Dungeon. Maybe we should at one stage. But yeah, uh, check it out. There's going to be hopefully more content going up there very soon. Uh, As a stretch goal, can we hire Chloe to do another one in real life and we'll continue the adventures of Gideon Silvertongue that, that is a stretch goal. Not, not necessarily the Chloe aspect of it, but a stretch goal is there in place for us to continue doing a uh, something that we did on All Time Gaming, which was a Dungeons & Dragons-inspired adventure, and we would love... I didn't even know it was on as a stretch goal. Let's get there. Let's get there. I think we should get some more stretch goals as well. Someone was talking about <laughs> Jamie doing a cooking show. I was like, hell yeah, let's fucking do it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need no, no damn stretch goals to do a cooking show. I'll do one right now. <laughs> Uh, Look, I've got all the I've got the is, only uh, ingredients I need right here with me. I've got peanut butter, I've got monster energy. I've got barbecue sauce. What can't That's you the, make? The grimmest fucking okay, anyway. Um I don't I know why that... all three of those things are on my desk, but don't don't question it. <laughs> I wanted to add is, another Is there a spoon in the yeah. peanut butter? Can no, there's it's it's a knife. There you go. <laughs> is it oh it's not in it though. It's not just No, it's it's next to it. Um, I had a vision of an open peanut butter pot with a spoon in it. <laughs> no. Although I did once hear an anecdote from someone that it was like a dude who said that when he was dieting, one of the best ways he found to fight off hunger when you got suddenly really wanted something was to just have a tablespoon of peanut butter on its own because it gives your mouth and your like stomach so much to deal with almost that it suppresses <laughs> the hunger. But obviously, right. even just one tablespoon, there's a lot of calories, folks, and I should yeah. know because I've eaten entire tubs of it before. <laughs> okay. Wow. 
Oh, there we go. Um, what else would you guys like to see from like Patreon stretch goals or uh, one of the things Ooh. we said was uh, body pillows, right? Like Jamie body pillows. I'll never, oh, I'll, ne- I'll never get away from that. Uh, that seems to follow me around. And funnily uh, enough, so I, I was I was showing Jamie what was it, like two or three weeks ago. I actually found a supplier that makes uh, little body pillows. But yeah, we could we could definitely oblige on that one. Yeah. One thing that I've thought about a lot, not even necessarily as a stretch goal, I think we could possibly even do this as Patreon content, is I haven't been able to pick up the slack when it comes to streaming. You guys have been leading from the front on that in uh, in that sense. Yeah. I've done um, one. Well, <laughs> but yeah. it's more than well, my... I've joined, mo- joined in a few. I've it's joined more in a few. than my zero, buddy. I put it that way. So go and <laughs> well, check all out... All I'm going to say is you, check twitch.tv forward slash hot panic yes yeah. go and follow but, both jonesy and chris on twitch yeah what's what's your one jonesy again super show jonesy super show jonesy but Hell one yeah. thing i just thought i realized i can do is that with um the way pcs work nowadays um recording gameplay is actually super easy so i thought at some point maybe i'll just do a let's play with you guys and then just sit on that and edit it over the course of a couple of weeks because obviously we're still busy with the other things going on in our lives but that would yeah. be a fun little way just to do something gameplay related on my Dude, end without I've, streaming. I've been I've been wanting to do it on Resident Evil Three with you guys. Yes, but, yes. But yes. the plan was to actually just you guys come over here. We sit on my fucking couch and record. Right. It and but that's the way. That's the way to do way, it. Way back in, yeah, way back in March when that kind of thing felt somewhat feasible. Maybe yeah. if we timed it right. Well, no, hey, like may, give it another month. Maybe at the rate things are being relaxed, we probably wouldn't be frowned at too badly for doing it next month. But still. We have to be somewhat careful, of course. Yeah. All right. Although saying that, we now given the, what the rules are, Chris, you or I could invite Jamie into our bubbles. We could have him in. Oh, right. Yeah. And he could stay the night. There you go. You could even have him stay. <laughs> yeah. I hope you like sleeping on the floor, Jamie. Uh, okay, moving on. <laughs> I'd give you a bed. Just saying. Oh wow. Uh, okay, so the next comment coming up, coming from Limey Joe, uh, and he's quoting me in uh, the previous podcast. I don't want to play as a 40-year-old mom. <laughs> um, and then he says, are we, male gamers, so superficial that we will pass on a game because the protagonist isn't pretty enough? Uh, that's not a judgment. Oh. He does say it's not a judgment. It's a genuine question. Maybe it depends on how old you are because my reaction to the protagonist was not the same as yours. And I think that's a fair uh, comment. Can I start? Because this is, yeah. is um, I want to say that, uh, no, oh. Chris is that superficial. Like, I did not have the same reaction to that at all. I saw that trailer and was like, oh, that looks like an interesting game. And I even think that protagonist kind of fits with quite a few other, you know, there's quite a few protagonists that are women or, you know, older women or whatever. And yeah, didn't didn't even, I didn't even notice really. But I think Chris fair immediately enough. was like, I ain't playing as no mom. So fair <laughs> I enough. I just thought... I- it just struck me as kind of an, an odd choice. I wouldn't necessarily say, obviously I was being spicy about it. Oh, I don't want to play as a 40-year-old yeah, Karen, no, you, were, yeah. you know? Uh, and to be fair, I probably don't. If the game's good, I mean, who cares? Um, but <laughs> but it, just, it just seemed like such an odd choice to me. I'm not saying that all our protagonists need to be pretty or... Uh, I don't think it's pretty. It's more like in, uh, interesting looking, I suppose. And that character was just maybe a little bit plain, but yeah, I like no like like super generic soccer mom. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. It, it, it just. It, it but felt... she was in a spacesuit, Chris. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But th- that's it. What, what is someone like that doing in a spacesuit? That's not. She'd never pass a fucking physical. She, she... Dude, that's what astronauts look like. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're, you're not wrong. No, you're form. not wrong. You're not wrong. You've Although... ever seen an astronaut? They don't look like um some crazy like. They don't look like Nathan Drake or Kratos or friggin' Aloy. They look like 40-year-old mums and dads. <laughs> He's not yeah. wrong. 
Uh, you, you are right. Yeah, you are right. Uh, I just who's the most famous? One? Who's that really famous one who plays the guitar and he's like bald with just a little tash? Yeah, oh, Chris. Cool. Chris something. Yeah, I think it's Chris something. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. Chris Redfield. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big yeah, time. He, he's a cool dude. <laughs> uh, I, I just thought that maybe there was a, a, a opportunity to have something a little bit special and unique there that I think they just fluffed up because it was so generic. Like if you think about, I'll never forget this about. Uh, Blizzard games, right? I was watching this one documentary and they're talking about, well, it wasn't a doc, I, I even, rem, maybe it was a blog post or something, but basically saying that like the way, the way that they create their characters is they make sure that if you just have the silhouette of that character, you can instantly tell who it is. Yeah, no, but okay. then and, and they, 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 they make fucking suit. monsters and aliens. No, like no. we're talking about humans. Fair the only enough, way your silhouette can be different if you're a human is if you've got an afro or you're a fat guy. Okay, no, but that's fair enough. But, if you had to say to me, I mean, I, we're not good at drawing, right? But if you had to say to me, draw Kratos, I could draw you what Kratos looks like. If you had to yeah, say and I tell draw, you, I tell if you saw the silhouette of your drawing, I'd say you, you just drew a dude. No, no, and that's fair. I'm not necessarily talking about the silhouette, dude. I'm, what I'm saying is there, each character has an opportunity to have a little bit of a definition that can characterize them, right? Mm-hmm. To be fair, maybe their characterization of this is, look, I'm a soccer mom, so... Yeah, right, like, on the one hand, we're kind of, or like you were just saying that you think that it was somewhat generic and a missed opportunity to do something different. On yeah. the other hand, it is here, we, here we are, yeah, talking about the <laughs> protagonist of a game that was one of 25 shown, like a little indie game in the PlayStation event from Housemark, and we're still talking <laughs> about her. Like, that's something. To be fair. I, also, I don't, I kind of disagree a little way as well because I get the idea of the silhouette of the character needs to be recognisable, but isn't one of the the, um, the main things about sort of characters in games, especially these days, and some of the best ge- uh, characters of games gone by, is um, what that character develops to become. Like, think of someone like Gordon Freeman, right? If you'd have seen yeah. him at the very beginning of Half Life, like he's kind of a plain looking, boring dude. But then you imagine him in this suit in the, was it the, is it like an orange hazmat suit thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with the glasses and all of that. I don't think you'd recognise him in a silhouette from the early game stuff. But then when you see him now, nowadays, it's like, oh shit, that, you know, it's one of the most recognisable characters yeah, um, in and the I whole mean, of gaming. I mean, to be fair, we're not going to say that this this uh, space woman Karen is going to be on the same level as Gordon Freeman. But <laughs> what I'm saying is like, even, even Gordon Freeman is quite an iconic look, right? Even though like, in terms of yeah, don't you think that's now? That's after. That's after the years of development, the years of being in the years. But of, I still, don't think that's. But even so, there was still something about him, right? It was like, oh, it's it's the glasses, the haircut, the goatee. The goatee is a choice, right? Like if you didn't have the goatee, then I would completely yeah. agree. Most generic of generic. But I mean, you should. You can't see a goatee in a silhouette. No, no but that's why I, was, I just I had said to Jamie's point that I'm not necessarily talking about the silhouette, but I'm oh, talking sorry, about see, defining yeah. features. Yeah. Okay. And also, the silhouette, if I'm not mistaken, comes from the kind of the Team Fortress Two idea of you're creating a group of characters that need to be immediately identifiable, so people can oh, see right. them in the middle of a bit of action and say, "That's that character. They can do this." So yes. I think silhouettes play a lot into games like Team Fortress Two and Apex Legends and stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas maybe a little bit less so in a narrative. But Chris is right. Like. They created the most famous goatee in gaming, whether they wanted to or not. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, and that's kind of oh, cool. You no, know, for sure. But I think I think it's become that that doesn't happen because they design the character. Yes, yes. that happens because the games and, and what happens to the character is imprinted on our minds, and then we associate the goatee with. And him. we could have had this conversation before Half Life One, going like, 
why would Valve create a whole new big triple <laughs> A sci-fi <laughs> FPS around this normal looking dude who looks like he works yeah. in an office? That's I think cool. I get I get your point, Chris, but I do kind of get the I I quite like the idea of the unassuming character, um, and then because also it helps that you can project more onto them. I suppose you're yeah. not you're not taking any stereotypes away. You're kind of going, okay, this is I'm open to see what this game is and what this character yeah. becomes. Whereas if you kind of take someone who looks a very certain specific certain way, like this, I find this in real life as well. If you think of your friends or people you know who have a very definite look and they're really trying to push an image, then think of your friends who. Um, if I then think of my friends who are the people that have the most interesting, weird, crazy lives, they often look kind of boring because their life is so incredible <laughs> yeah, but hold that on, they James, don't but worry not, about they're the They're not in a video game that needs to be uh, sold no, that's, that's to, true. to the master. That's true. Look, Very true. All, all I'm saying is I, I hope you don't... I don't mean I don't, I don't want Aloy to look like some sort of like bored, out, bored teen in a, like, a denim shirt and just some like yeah, khaki trousers. Billy, Billy Eilish in Is Aloy. <laughs> Don't don't no. you slag off Billie Eilish, mate. She's gonna pop Quality. up. She's gonna be in Life is Strange three at this rate. <laughs> that's what, that's yeah. her future. Right, but it, at least I hope that I, I've explained it a little bit more clearly as to why I found it odd. Uh, but I will concede that Jamie's point in saying that maybe the defining feature about her is that she doesn't seem like she would belong in a game. But then also adding on to Jamie uh, uh, Jonesy's point of saying it's probably more life accurate that she would look the way she looks so uh, if uh, i could flag one person from like everyone loves as a character it would be somebody like um ellen ripley right ellen ripley just looks like a mum, and she is one of the like my favorite characters in um you know in 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 sort of sci-fi and in that sort of thing just more because you don't she her it's her progression that i think but but again again the the way that she looks there was a, a thought process behind her right Oh, and, for sure. Yeah, no, and, you're right. There and, was, and maybe there sure is there a thought process behind, behind having a 40-year-old soccer mom Karen in this game. <laughs> in a spacesuit. You know, but... She takes off the spacesuit and she's a frigging robot. She's got, she doesn't have a robot. Ooh, she's not a robot. She's ripped. She's like proper, like shredded. Absolutely shredded. No, that, that gets your game in trouble nowadays. Uh, Trust right. me. As we saw in The Last of Us 2, no uh, ripped ladies. No ripped which, ladies. By the way, keep by the time you're mu- keep muscles out of gaming. <laughs> yeah. By the time you're listening to this podcast, that game would be released, but we have not played it yet. So, you know, l- look forward to us talking to about it maybe next week's podcast. Yeah, yeah, that seems like a good candidate for a patron exclusive podcast at some point of, yeah. the, of the spoiler variety. Yeah, because we did a spoiler cast, or as I like to redub it, a shit cast uh, about Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. Uh, so I think this one's going to be spicy as well. But yeah, uh, speaking about things, fellas, that we have not, uh, that we would have missed because of the time that we record this and the time that the podcast goes out, we are going to completely miss EA Play. It's true. Indeed. It's true. It's so at midnight tonight this, our time, yeah. Yeah, by the time you are watching this, uh, EA Play would have happened and a bunch of announcements would have come out that we cannot talk about because we do not have, uh, you know, the the uh, the gift of foreskin. Sorry, foresight. That's, yeah, it's foresight. Yeah, yeah. It's foresight, yeah. I uh, do have the gift of foreskin and I can tell you it's not always a gift. Sometimes it's a, a more a curse than a blessing. But most of the time, it's more of a blessing than a curse. Oh, then is yours more turtleneck or is it more an anteater? More anteater than turtle. Mm. Wait, I think... full-on elephant? (laughs) Uh, No, 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 no. No, mine's... 
the the further I, I I can't really picture what an anteater looks like. I don't want to know yeah, this. What about what about what about a hawk? Actually, Jonesy's right. We shouldn't never oh, talk about this. We should talk about this. Every every I was, episode recently this goes is, so this shows, weird. Yeah. Super early on. Hey, this that's shows why, like that's why. That's why at least one thousand people. I'm actually. Watch I'm glad. Jo- I'm glad Josie pumped the brakes there because I was far too willing to expand on. <laughs> however, however, on the next after dark, we will go into detail oh, no. about the ana- Jamie's yeah. anatomy. Yeah, so no, if you want to hear about no, Jamie's foreskin? Make sure you uh, pledge at least five. No, please. If we get any new, we've patrons, just lost. If we just lost patrons. If we get any new patrons this week after this podcast, I'm immediately blocking them because. <laughs> I'm I'm going to grow immediately suspicious of the, their reasons for getting involved. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, okay. Look, b- before we go into uh, the news section of it, there's there's been some stuff to catch up on ourselves, I guess, with what we've been playing, what we've been doing again because we we missed it last week because we just covered the PlayStation. Right. Uh, so I'm going to start off with you, Jonesy. What uh, you know, other than dad life. Dad, lots of dad life. Um, I've played. I've been playing a decent chunk of Warzone. I've had a couple of absolute shockers. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was uh, as I was telling both you, Chris, earlier, and Jamie already knew he he killed me on purpose. So I got me to was... second position. Uh, in a, no, wow. he, he didn't kill me on purpose. It was it was a it was an easy mistake to make, and I shouldn't have listened to him. But I did. <laughs> I just. Yeah. But, do you know what? Let's be honest. I would have died anyway. I can't. I'm too shit at that game. Yeah. I don't much give up. Should, anyway, we, should we lay it know. on the line so people understand it? Jamie is much better than, than me and, and Jonesy oh, combined. Yeah. So but yeah. Jonesy's into- absolutely right. I had a massive lapse of concentration and just completely got him killed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, it, but it wasn't you. Like it was the funny thing was, right? So I don't know if anyone out there gets this. If you play a mate who's he's a lot better at a game than you, you kind of you maybe pay too much attention to what they say. So I knew that the smoke, the gas was coming. It was gonna kill me if I didn't move. Jamie was like, no, dude, you don't need to go yet. Wait. The gas came, it killed me. And he was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't realise you were in a position you couldn't get out of. I should have gone. I was like a cult like follower sitting there going, yeah. okay, I'll just sit and wait. That's what I was going to say, Jonesy. Whose fault is it ultimately? Is it uh, Jamie's or was it you? You're the person mine, who's running the character, right? Yeah, I should, have, I should have gone, shut up, Jamie. I should have just gone. Right. And Basically, what yeah. happened? I would have died immediately by the two <laughs> dudes that I knew were waiting just past the point where I was. Um, I've also been playing a bit of Bad Company too. Yes. Oh. Oh, I want, okay. spicy. Yeah, that makes sense. I get you. Um, I've played a decent chunk of that because so I I had it back in the day. Um, I finished Bad Company one and loved it. It was one of my favourite games um, when it came out. Uh, got Bad Company two, but I don't remember why I didn't finish it. But I only got sort of mm. half the way through. But the, back then, I used to fi- I used to finish a lot. Of, like always, used to finish games. Oh, there were a few of them yeah, of always used to finish so, games. Yeah, okay. Not not always, but a lot a lot more. <laughs> no, not more regularly. Okay. A lot more regularly. Uh, the cracks are um, shot, starting to show already, Jonesy. But yes, it was one that I never finished, and so I got it on Steam um, a couple of weeks ago, and I have been playing through that, and it's it is. Do you know what? Very playable. Um, <laughs> very I praise indeed. I praise yeah, slap, indeed. Slap that on the box. This game is well, very I, I playable. Always, I always worry that in this day and age, when you try and jump back into a game, the the the, the genre has moved on so far that you yeah. are going to struggle to even engage with it. But the writing in it is so good. Um, it's, it's it's funny. It's got a lot of charm to it, and the gameplay is is wicked as well. I mean, it, it kind of fits. There's a few things here and there that feel old, feel old, feel a bit dated. Fair um, enough. You, you kind of got me wanting to jump back into it myself. So yeah. Okay. It's a cool game, man. My favourite part of that game is the is the camaraderie and the the chat between the characters. It feels like a movie. Um, like it feels like they they basically could take that game, transpose it into a film, and you'd and you'd be like, oh, these characters work. I yeah. don't need anything else. So yeah, a lot of fun. Um, 
Uh, what what about, I, I what about Bioshock else. or uh, Death Stranding? Or, I haven't touched my uh, PlayStation 4 <laughs> for about two weeks, I think. Oh, okay. Um, uh, oh, no, I did, because I pre-loaded The Last of Us Part 2. Nice, so nice. I still need to order it. I'm going to order it today. Probably after this podcast, to be fair. Oh, dude, clock's ticking. No, yeah. but I'm, I'm not going to be able to play it tonight. I don't oh, okay. think. So, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. So here's a, this is interesting. I might live stream the first few hours of Last of Us Part 2 tonight, which now will be yesterday for everyone who's watching this. Wow. Listen to this, so uh, they'll know whether I did or not. They always say they over at twitch.tv forward slash super show Josie. Indeed, yeah, they, they always say the best form of promotion is the, is the promotion you do after the yeah, event. Hindsight promotion. That's why it's great because <laughs> yeah. this is irrelevant. It's yeah. like you know, yeah. you know, uh, Christopher Nolan's tenant, <laughs> yeah. It, it's like, yeah, it's like that, except except Jonesy's got the, the tenant marketing go- <laughs> going. I don't think I like the look of that film. I oh, think I'm coming, oh, in. dude, I'm so down good. Like, I, think, I think I'm like, mm. the, the The funny thing mm. is, I am a little bit mm, about a lot of Christopher Nolan's films, but all of them pretty much at one point in time have had me completely hooked. Um, yeah. Even, even Interstellar, yeah. like watching that in the cinema, uh, which is basically, I think, almost the only way to watch that film and enjoy it nowadays because yeah. watching that on a small screen or with headphones, like it just wouldn't... I, I, I've had a compulsion not being snobby, to watch it, it though, be the same. you know what I mean? I, I've I, had that with Inception. I've had that with Inception. And then there's I think the we Prestige. Discussed this which last was, time, didn't we? Yeah. yeah, I think we did. But yeah, what like. about Insomnia, uh, dude? Insomnia, yeah. Like uh, Dunkirk, I haven't seen okay. since the cinema, and I, I, like I very Dunkirk. much like that. My, like, my I just, top I just three think, films is uh, uh, Memento, so there you go. There you go. Always oh, watch a, that. Yeah. Like, I know it's a bit of a meme that he makes things that he wants to put on the big screen and everyone should go to the cinema and stuff like that. Big yeah. cinematic event. But at the same time, I kind of get it. And when I watch those Tenet trailers, I oh. think, I want to know more about this, and I do want to see it on a big screen. Now more so than ever, as I think I only saw two films in the cinema this entire calendar year, and neither of them were good. What were they? They were uh, Sonic the Hedgehog and The Gentleman. <laughs> I saw, I think it was Birds of Prey this year. I'm pretty sure that it was. was yeah, year. it was. I liked that. That was a good, that was a... Um... A good uh, film. Also, foreshadowing something we might talk about later on. So there you go. There you go. There you go. Little. Oh, the one other thing I have to mention, of course, is once Mm. again I'm giving something away on my YouTube channel, Super Show Jonesy, and it's right there. Quick, Jonesy, what is it? What is it? I'm not telling you. Ah. But it's sitting there. It's going to get given away on Saturday. Well, no, actually, to be fair, someone already guessed it. So (laughs) the the person who guessed it is already guessed it. So you can't win it now. But um, I'll be revealing it busting it out on Saturday and giving people the chance to win something else. So if anyone listening wants to win something, um, potentially, you just got to guess. I give clues and you got to guess what it is I'm giving Where away. Where can they find it, Jonesy? Guess first. At Super Show Jonesy. Or no, just Google Super Show Jonesy. Not Google, YouTube search Super Show Jonesy. All one word. Yeah, Super I, I, can, I can confirm that all one word because I tried to search Super Show space Jonesy and the Super Show podcast came up, but no Jonesy. So no, yeah, yeah, you've got to go Super Show Jonesy. But hey, that's me. That's me for this week. What about you, Jim Jams? Uh, I've had a bit of a weird week just because I didn't want to start anything too big in light of what we've actually got to play this week. Yeah, today, in fact, tonight. Um, and so I didn't start anything new. I kind of hovered around a few things. Chris, you'll be a little bit disappointed in me. I actually fired up Dead Cells yesterday. For the first time in, I think, about 13 months. And um, I made it out of the first stage, the first area. And it was like, "Ah, okay, 
But this is still Dead Cells. I, I don't know what I was expecting. I think I knew that game had been updated so many times since I last played it yeah. that subconsciously I was expecting not a dramatically different experience, but something that made me go, oh, okay, think, and I, I didn't. The, yeah, I think the challenge with that, though, is a lot of the stuff that they would have released, you still have to unlock because it's a rogue. Right, exactly. And, and you, need to, you need to play it and unlock those weapons or you know do whatever that, that is. There's also yeah. the, I don't know if you played the, uh, the giant DLC that came out. No. But that's like there's in the starting area there's like a giant door and you can break through it and then start like a, a giant DLC which takes you to a different place. But anyway. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. I was a li- almost a little bit too out of the loop to appreciate what they'd actually done I, and what might have I been new. I can understand. Then I also thought about starting um one of the games from the the itch.io bundle that um was doing the rounds last week. Um because I picked that up and there were some games in there I really wanted to try um, that yeah, I hadn't so got around what, to over the years. What was it? Well, the one, I, no, I didn't uh, in the end. But the one I nearly did was a, there's a game called A Short Hike, which is apparently, as the name would suggest, a pretty short game <laughs> as well. And I've heard a lot of positive things. I wanted to try it out, but in the end, I basically just played uh, a fair amount of Warzone and a, f- yeah. a fair amount of Battlefront Two, of all things. We're taking advantage oh, of the fact that I forgot we played that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Uh, played that with Jonesy, played that with uh, Ruffle, and even played that with uh, I said Ruffle being Martin from Just Interesting, sorry, and um, and even Rob, and even Robin also from the Just Interesting That's podcast cool. dropped on for a little bit. Yeah, um, I, need, I need to get on that with you guys as well. Yeah, yeah uh, that's like one I'm of those. It's like it's super. It's not easy. It, we do the co-op missions most of the time, but it is still relaxed. Like there's yeah. no. It still feels like a no pressure co-op. It's almost like we're playing a Left 4 Dead campaign or something like that. It's just four players just shooting oh, yeah, things. Yeah. yeah um, the other weird thing I wanted to give a shout out to is is a movie that I remember when this came out. I remember thinking, oh, that's kind of interesting. Looked it up recently when it popped back into my head. Saw it was actually meant to be okay. So I went and sought it out and watched it. And it was indeed okay. And that's Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. Wow. <laughs> wow. Was it, it's animated, um, right? That's right. It was an animated Mortal Kombat film that actually only came out in April a couple of months ago. Um, okay. it's, it ha- doesn't really have much in the way of stars. Um, there's an actress called Jennifer Carpenter, who's best known for being, uh, Dexter's sister and oh, one yeah, of the, fr- right. and one of the friends in white chicks. She plays Sonia and Joel McHale of community <laughs> fame. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is, oh, yeah. he's Johnny Cage, but everyone else pretty much is like. Yeah, good choice for Johnny Cage actually. Yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. But all the actual like ninjas they've gone for ninja appropriate people and i think the thing that drew me into it based on what i read beforehand and indeed what i liked about it in theory was that in practice rather was that it is really fucking violent like in a unique way it's got its own version of the x-ray kind of moves from the recent mortal kombat games but i don't know when you see an animated mortal kombat film with a couple of big names you kind of think ah it's probably like a pg-13 but no this is like a legitimately violent like exposed bones exposed brains eyeballs popping out kind of like which is what it should be right like absolutely it's got to be absolutely like a pg-13 mortal Kombat anime like it doesn't no it is full-on like my i think uh, my favorite a couple of my favorites at least scorpion throwing out his sort of um his chain his dagger chain it goes wanted style goes through the heads of three different people he then yanks it back all three of their heads like not together all get ripped (laughs) off at once with their sport with their spines hanging off um, nice. So nice. there's all like kinds it. of shit like that. Like, uh, if you can seek that out, maybe if it's streaming somewhere near you, it's not in the UK, unfortunately. But if it is in the states, then 
That's an easy one hour, 20 minute long revenge story full of Mortal Kombat style violence. And it's pretty well animated as well. So that sounds cool. Yeah. yeah. Right, nice. Can I give it, if Jamie, if you're done, I can I give a really quick shout out to something I was watching and I totally forgot about because it's actually pretty funny. Good. Space Good. Force on Netflix. Okay. I, okay, I have been enjoying. Have, I had you, so have, much crap about that. Have you finished watching it? Uh, near, well, no, I think I'm like nine, ten episodes in or eight episodes in or something like that. I don't know how episodes. many there are. Yeah. Oh, then no, no, no I've at least okay. got like one or two left. Um, yeah, been, been enjoying it. John okay. Malkovich and um, Steve, Steve Carell. Steve yes, Steve Carell, yeah. of course. Um, uh, actually, yeah, like very enjoyable, funny. Lisa Kudrow's in it as well, sporadically. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, okay. good. Yeah, I, I saw that as well, Jonesy. Um, I wasn't too hot on it. I thought it was fine. I just didn't think it was very funny. But I will say, John Malkovich's character is a revelation. He's so good. It's, it, it's weirdly not funny. Don't you think it's more like The Office as opposed to a normal Steve Carell thing? It's, more, it's not like directly funny. It's kind of like a weird... I think yeah. it's trying to be slightly charming. <laughs> but it's, I, th- yeah, I think it's, really it's from the same writers, right, as The it American is, yeah. Office. Yeah. yeah, right. But it doesn't... I, I guess, like, whereas The Office kind of has that... I don't know, like, it's, it's not outright humour, you're right. But there is humour there. There's a lot of humour there. Whereas, yeah. yeah, I think this one is very light on the humour and, yeah, just going for the charm offensive. Which... And that's why I said, like, it's okay, it's fine. Maybe they'll fix it in, in, in the... Uh, in the inevitable uh, second season, yeah. Netflix. Uh, see, I, I, oh man, I like. I don't really want them to fix it. I like. I think it's cool. But yeah, for I, it hasn't got good reviews. I don't think is from <laughs> what I've seen. So yeah. they do need to do something. They can't just appeal to me. I guess it doesn't really yeah. work. That was one of those ones where I watched the trailer when it dropped on YouTube, and I'm not saying it's a thing that all shows or movies would have to do, um, but it didn't make me laugh. And as a comedy, that's usually yeah. where I kind of get off the hype train. It's a warning sign, right? Yeah. Uh, can I, right. Can I talk it could, yeah, but it couldn't. Like, there's no. They couldn't really extract a joke. It's it's kind of weird like that. Yeah. There are no jokes yeah, to kind of take out. That's you know what I mean. yeah, but with the, with the words you're saying, as much as I appreciate, there may well be a charm, and it can still be good. Like when you're describing a comedy as not having no, jokes, not, com- not, not having jokes, not and, but then, but dude, it is. Like it's when, kind of, it's when, ne- when Netflix put money into a new <laughs> yeah. show from the creator of The Office with Steve Carell in them in the lead role and call it a comedy, it's a comedy. Or it's meant to be a comedy. Or it's meant I to don't... be a comedy. Yeah, and it's I, a comedy would, in the would... same way The Martian was a comedy. I, the Martian was funnier, dude. The Martian was funnier. <laughs> the Martian. The, to be fair, what? The Martian did have jokes, so that yeah, sounds like The Martian's yeah, got the upper hand on this one. Well, by the way, while we're doing Netflix, I also just throw out there: it's completely irrelevant to gaming. But I am now watching The Last Dance finally. And oh yes, Jamie. And what are you? What are you how are you feeling about it? It's very, very good. I'm only three episodes in, but it's it's top quality sports documentary stuff. The timeline jumps around a little bit. Uh, I think they've got MJ's timeline all fairly well figured out yeah. and put it into nice, distinct chunks. I think the continuity gets a little bit messy when they try and rope in people like Scotty Pippen and Dennis Rodman, yeah. whose timelines and their careers don't always match up with MJ's. And so you're kind of darting around to different dates four or five times an episode and not struggling to keep tabs on everything, but it is a bit like not as cohesive maybe as it could have been. Yeah. 
I, but I it's still, you, you, it's still you get brilliant. used to it. You get used to it. I was I'm sure. a, bit, a bit jarring at, at first, but you get used to it. You're just like, yeah. this is the narrative device that they're going for. This is how it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all sport all the time right now. And I, I can tell, like, I'm one of those people who get stupidly emotional about sports and I'm welling up, like, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm welling up once an episode at the moment on The Last Dance. Wow, okay. It's, it's good, Jonesy. Honestly, you should watch it, dude. It's so good. Great stuff. It's funny how you can have a documentary that's so well made that even if it's not really your wheelhouse, it can still be incredible. Sport, just because of how dude, well it is. If you want to watch a documentary and have a good time, watch a... I'm not going to say any sports documentary, but a sports documentary that's meant to be at least okay. Because yeah. sports are like the physical manifestation of the idea of stranger than fiction. Where like no one can believe <laughs> the shit that happens in sports sometimes. Yeah. The twists or the turns and the redemption stories and all that shit. And it's fucking real. That's, yeah. why, it know, makes, that's why it makes me cry like nothing yeah. else. Ma- Maradona, Senna... Those are all great documentaries. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, if you want um, like crazy twists, what was what was the one the not the Joker who the 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 Jinx, the oh, Jinx, Jinx, the guy. Jinx, that the best documentary twist, like <laughs> not twist. It wasn't yeah. even a twist, was it? Like point though, when yeah. you can go, what? Yes. I still haven't yeah. seen it, but I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh man, it's it's, it's, an, it's an HBO thing, I think, and yeah. I, I, that was one I watched solely on Jonesy's recommendation. And sure enough, there is a moment in the Jinx that I think. If you haven't had it sport for you, it's maybe one of the best TV moments ever. And it's only yeah. like four it's or five be, episodes. Right? It's a pretty watchable thing. Yeah. But no, I, I'm with you guys. Like, I think I do think sports documentaries, when you see a good one, they can be like because oh. I can watch oh. ones about like boxing, which I'm not like into. Right. But if it's if it's well made, it's like what this oh, is. Yeah, it's, like, it's like watching Creed. You know, like I'm I'm not into boxing, but I I can watch the shit out of Creed all day long. Because it's that kind I of wish... like it's that kind of aspirational thing, and the same goes for the documentaries. It's like you're showing it's, you're showing these yeah. people at the peak of their their and also their field. It's, they're, it's real fucking humans. Like it's yeah. the it's the ultimate right. drama. Yeah. It's like it's more dramatic than any TV show, any movie, any soap opera ever, yeah. and it's fucking real. Yeah, very true. Unreal. Uh, seeing as you guys got to speak about your Netflix things, I'll tell you <laughs> something that I've been watching. This is that- Chris's forte. Here we yeah. go. Uh, look, I'm glad we're, we're expanding into the, the TV stuff. Every time we've kind of dabbled into it, people have been quite receptive to it. So it's good. Sure. It's good. Yeah, it's absolutely. Some variety. Um, I've been watching this show called White Lines on Netflix. I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah, so is it, is uh, it to, are the White Lines in, in, in question cocaine, Chris? Cocaine. In a way, but it's also the White Lines definition of who you are as a person. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I love but it. But it's... It, from what I understand, now I'm, I'm stand to be corrected because, well, here's the thing, okay? It, I saw the trailer. I was down for the trailer. I was like, this looks like a good old romp. I started watching it. And I'm like, eh, it's a bit average. There's something about, like, there, there's enough there to kind of keep you wanting to watch it. But the, that's like the A to Z, right? But then all the letters in between is just like, oh, why? Why am I sitting through this? You know, it's almost like you want to watch the recaps after each <laughs> each episode and then just get right. the story. Um, there's an overarching mystery. Obviously, like, the, this this one girl's brother goes to uh, Ibiza and dies 20 years ago. His body gets found in present day. She goes to Spain to kind of figure it all out. And it's all this kind of like, you know, uh, DJs and club owners and how they all like fucking This isn't like over. secretly the origin story of the Venga Boys or something. <laughs> it, it, it might be, it might be. Oh, um, we're going to Ibiza. Look, there's some cool moments in the, in the show, but it, it 
It's just something. I'm not going to lie. I still have no idea what it is based on your description. I'm sorry. I don't even think the showrunners know what it is. <laughs> right. Uh, it think, sounds interesting. I though. think Chris's relationship with Netflix is he gets to the end of the day, the end of the evening, even <laughs> the little one's been put to sleep. He just like throws himself onto a sofa and starts dying, and it yeah. doesn't matter what's on the TV in front of him as long as it just, as long as it like you, satisfies the eyes and the ears and you, the you senses are, are taken up. You fucking nailed it so much, my dude. You have no idea. Yeah. It's like I, I could like jump on that couch, and my my fucking uh, extruded asshole from the day would press a button, and it would play White Lines. I'd be like, okay, I'll watch this. Yeah. <laughs> and then if it's good, it's a bonus, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, pity that it's not, but it's not bad. It's just very, I don't know, it just kind of, maybe it's just my, my old age cynicism kicking in, but just everything's being a bit kind of fucking mediocre lately. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, games wise, been playing loads of, well, I say loads, a bit of Warzone with you guys on my stream. I don't play it unless I'm streaming with you guys. Um, so that's probably a reason why I'm not too good at it. Uh, I've been playing some Command and Conquer Remastered, which is, Fucking delicious is so nice. Uh, I caught some of that on your stream. Have you you seem to enjoy it on stream? But um, yeah, it's, it's <clears> the good. one thing that kind of made I thought was odd was that mode where you can switch between the new look and the old look. Oh yeah, just by pressing the spacebar. I think that's cool. Yeah, I liked but it. I, there wasn't a massive difference between the two. Oh, dude, enough, enough dude. of a difference. <laughs> Indeed, there's a massive. Difference. <laughs> uh, but the the one the one criticism I have of Command and Conquer Remastered is they it's a very faithful remaster so they've taken for better or worse everything from those core games and just put right. a new shine to it right it's not a remake it's just a remaster but i felt like they've they've added a few quality of life things like a build order queue uh but i feel like the ai is a massive problem for me the pathfinding right. of that game is absolute dog shit um and the ai it's almost like an enemy can come towards your your group of units and just start shooting at them. And it would be a coin flip if they shoot back. <laughs> is that, is that short? I suppose it is, is not that something simple, like that they're always set to like passive kind of mode and you can just turn them onto a hardcore aggressive and then they'll always return fire or no. I don't it's think it's like a, that because then you'd think yeah. it would be an easy fix or at least a toggle. Right. But no, it doesn't seem to be, it just seems to be just, they've taken the AI as it was at the day and completely un, untinkered with just put it in. Which is fair, you know, that's, that's, that, that's what it's advertised as. So it's not like a misrepresentation. But again, I just, just, I just think it was a, a missed opportunity to kind of improve it just, just that little bit more. But I am yeah, enjoying sure. it. I am enjoying it for sure. Um, and, and I've been playing some Dota. I'm not going to bore you guys with that. It's nothing interesting to tell you in terms of that. But I do want to talk about the stream that we did on, when was it, Tuesday for uh, Warzone? Yep. So uh, I started off playing... Oh, whatever day it was. Was it Tuesday? Was it that long ago? Jesus Yeah, it was Tuesday. Yeah, Yeah, it was Tuesday. My Uh, life is disappearing before my eyes. I started... So you guys were busy. So I started playing off with uh, Steph, good old Mayo Sandwich, uh, and Martin from Just Interesting. Uh, We were having a tough time. Hard to kind of break into top 20, right? Then they left. I think they left. Maybe we hit a top 10. Um, Then they left. I played one solo game, which was my first solo game ever, and I think I came seventh. Nice. Which I was I was okay with. Um, and then you guys joined, and we started playing some games. Did not pan out too well until that <laughs> until that last game, where funnily enough we we had landed. Where did, did we land in Boneyard? 
I can't remember. I don't think we landed in Boneyard at any point in that one. Uh, yeah. But I, I might be wrong. Th- there was... Anyway, we landed somewhere, and I remember Jamie saying, well, this is going to be a really shit way to end the stream on a loss. <laughs> <laughs> like, just as we were touching ground, I was like, wow, thanks, Jamie. for the." I game. think it might have been Promenade, you know? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was somewhere around Promenade. But anyway, uh, a little bit of a ropey start. Um, I think I died, like, almost straight away, but got out of the gulag. And we were just kind of like, you know, this is going to be the last one. I think it was at like 1 a.m. And it's just like, I'm tired, but let's just try and focus as much as possible. And we did, we did seriously well there. We, we made it into the top 20. We made it into the top 10. And then we made it into the top five. I think it was like the second last circle. And we had full team, didn't we? We still had all of us. We had a full uh, team. We had, we had loads of ammo. We had, uh, I think we had some UAVs. Uh, we had some good weapons for, you know, our situation that we're in. Uh, and then I got a bounty on my head, right? So I had to kind of break away from you guys and I hid under a bridge. And then you guys were like, cool, let's... Like let's... a troll. Yeah, like a troll. <laughs> I was like, I'll hide under the bridge, guys. Don't worry, uh... they'll never find me. Um, and then my game crashed. Yeah, man. And I think that we were sucked. like top four at that stage. And my game crashed and I was like, my game crashed, my st- my stream crashed and my discord crashed so i couldn't even hear you guys by the time i managed to get back onto the discord you guys were just finishing up the match i was so angry i was so angry because could have got that win um but i mean you you guys should probably fill in the blanks because you were there what happened after i got disconnected Mm, yeah we actually don't we don't quite have two different perspectives on it but obviously it was one of those situations that (laughs) I think at the, in the moment played out differently for each of us based on what we were and weren't hearing from the other. Um, yeah, between but, you and you and Jonesy. Yeah, well, why don't you say first, Jonesy, what you experienced in that moment? Oh, uh, for me, I like it, it was kind of this is this is like your Jimbo, where it's like uh, three <laughs> perspectives of the same story, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, mine was, and Jonesy, we saw the same things. We just we saw it was it kind of, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I yeah. I thought it was pretty straightforward. Like yeah, so we we were in pretty good position. Um, I think there was a there was like a full. T- I thought there was a full team, or maybe a full team and an extra person. I'm not quite sure. Um, I think I I was in quite a good spot. Managed to um, to uh, then sort of engage. I think I engaged two dudes. I think I broke. I think I broke one of their armors and then downed the other one, or or broke one guy like one of his armors and then downed another one. But then had like nine rounds left in my LMG and then made the the terrible decision to reload my LMG rather than um, switch weapons. Switch. I think I had a sniper rifle, so I tucked in behind the bridge and was like <laughs> spending a half an hour <laughs> to reload, and then they grenaded me. Um, and I think by that point as well, I think Jamie, you'd killed one of them. Um, but then it was basically Jamie against two dudes, I think, if I remember rightly. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, so for anyone super familiar with the Warzone map, this was the bridge that Chris was talking about earlier that he hid under. This was where at the north end of downtown, where downtown stops and you're reaching stadium, there's a bridge that goes over an underpass that leads towards farmland. So we were in that underpass under the bridge and if you know up on the road, on the farmland side of things, there's a big, like, highway sign. that So it has, like, bollards almost on the road that then, like, that go yeah. up. And there's sometimes a shop near there. So they had more cover than we did. and But it was one of those weird situations where we had the lower ground, but the ground they were on was flat. So we could still back down in a way that they kind of couldn't. Um, yeah. So I, I went in first because as soon as I saw it would go down to two teams, I went in. Uh, got the shots off on one of them first, lasered them with a growl, and dropped them. 
Um, and then when they were dropped, I turned my attention towards a guy who was further away. We basically ended up in an engagement where we were both strafing at the same time, both yeah. trying to shoot each other. <laughs> we both cracked each other's armor. And so I went prone and started putting in my plates, getting ready to go again, at which point, and this is where Jonesy and uh, our mind, like, this is where the communication, <laughs> like, maybe, uh, I, I, all I can do is call oh, it. This is, this is, is this the fact, because I said, I oh, killed one of them, yeah. and I meant downed, and this then James the- was like, if you'd said downed, I would have completely changed my tactics. No, 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 like, even, like, like, basically, like, Jones, <laughs> I, I, all I, all, this is, I don't know how to describe it other than to say, like, I'm telling you people what I believe I saw, or yeah. what I believe I heard, which is I knocked someone, I heard a call out from Jonesy saying he'd killed some of them. One, and I thought, okay, at the very li- at the very minimum, right now there are two down and one up. Um, so I'm going to push. So I switched to my MP5, ran up the hill, and what I saw was the dude at the back was still standing up. The two, the, the guy that I had knocked, and again, my interpretation of it, the guy that I had knocked yeah. had been rezzed by someone else, so they were stood next to each other, and so I had three people shooting me when I came up over the hill. That was what I saw. Uh, again, I, I can't. I can only. Oh, but, they, but this is. Rel- yeah, but I can you, only relay my interpretation it. of the events. <laughs> but you're in- no, no, you can't because your interpretation is bullshit. Because I've got video <laughs> footage that I've shared with you of exactly what I did. No, you, you, happened, you absolutely. Means, you knocked. You, you knocked. No, you knocked someone. Said you killed, and you said you killed them. And by the I time I said killed, yeah, I said killed, yeah. He, I think that at least one of them, if not two of them, had. So basically, it was just a, a poor play altogether, yeah. where um, through. Uh, a misinterpretation of a few call-outs, I ended up going for the push and getting slaughtered. Okay, he but- must, I think the goo must have rezzed himself. The one I not, I downed, because if I downed one, you downed one, he must have revived him. They both must have yeah, revived Yeah, and, and, de- and we definitely didn't down the same person either because Jonesy's footage, he breaks armour, then downs him. Yeah. yeah. So it's very... I, I, I wondered if maybe I'd we'd done it exactly the same time and it was the same dude, but I don't think that happens, right? So yeah. You look at the time to kill, there's no way like a growl with the VLK and your LMG were doing that much damage at the same time and it took that long. Like, he'd right, have, yeah. He'd, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so top, <coughs> top two result there, yeah. which is... Basically, I had to get my revenge on Jonesy the next day by, kill, by, kill, <laughs> by killing him in a top two situation. <laughs> Mission yeah, accomplished. Primo stuff. And then went and di- Jonesy went and ditched me. So I uh, went and played with another group of people, got a win immediately after. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> nice. I, I, if we're talking about specific uh, plays in Warzone, I have to flag two brief ones because they were so shit. I've, so <laughs> one thing they've done in season four is they've switched the, um, the M4 to burst, which obviously oh, yeah. was fully automatic. So I, um, uh, I was playing a match. I literally landed right at the very beginning got to a scavenger box, popped it open, got an M4, came out of the the little room I was in, saw a dude right in front of me, drilled him, thinking he was, ah, oh, he's dead, right, because he's probably just got a pistol. And I'm just holding my finger down on the mouse button and I release the first burst, crack his armour, and then he kills me with the pistol. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And then I realised it's because it was a bloody burst by a gun and I had I was expecting him to die and I didn't realise. Did you not think it was kind of weird that you were not getting any recoil whatsoever? <laughs> It took me. It took me so long to. I think. I think it was such a like. A, I wasn't quite sure how finger on button doesn't translate to bullets coming out. <laughs> just imagine I was the like, other guy's perspective, just seeing you like with, with a fucking <laughs> rifle in their face, just going. Well, because we were so close to each other. We were literally like three, four metres apart. So I'm just standing, like you say, down the scope. <laughs> and he's like, what is this prick doing? But yeah, so then I died. But then um, 
another video I shared with you boys, which I, it was one of the most appalling things I've done in um, Warzone, was I was in the gulag and someone hit me with a rock <laughs> as I was running. So I spanned <laughs> to the side thinking that the guy had moved up to shoot me from the side and he was in front of me. And then I turned back around in time to watch him shoot me in the face. So yeah, it was Good fun. tactic, good tactic, the rocks. I, di- I didn't realise you get hurt by the rocks like that much that it gives you an indicator. But oh yeah. It does give you an indicator. Regrettable, but now you know, yeah. and it will never happen again, I'm sure. <sighs> oh, it definitely will. <laughs> All right, cool. Anyway. Well, look, we've got a lot of news to kind of cover, so let's let's go through it as soon as we can. Uh, I'm going to start off with uh, something that we kind of hinted at, which was being that we are not going to be covering the EA Play uh, because just the time that we record the podcast. So uh, what we do know is going to be shown at, at EA Play is Star Wars Squadrons because they released a trailer for it. And a little bit of info, so it is going to be a first-person dogfighting game, uh, much like, I guess, Rogue Squadron was. Um, right. The Rogue Squadron was third-person, wasn't it? Anyway, uh, it's meant to be set after Return of the Jedi, but interestingly enough, fellas, single-player and multiplayer campaigns, cross-play support, VR support on PC and PS4. Indeed. Um, I, th- and this I, is I not for me. Like a five, a 5v5, is that right? It, they, I, I can't remember if they said that or not, but the trailer certainly heavily implied the it. The trailer where, said it five yeah. five, yeah. Because it's that idea of like, as they would suggest, squadrons of firefighters, yeah. which kind of takes away a little bit from the kind of the whole galactic warfare shits popping off everywhere thing. But yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they did, or maybe I would be surprised. I don't know. I could see there being some kind of mode where it's five v five within a broader thing where the shit popping off around you. Maybe even yeah. to the point where there were like other ships you can interact with, but they're not strictly speaking well, your enemy. It would be cool if it was more like, or at least an add a mode where it is like a full-on battle royale where you have a squad of five and there's Maybe. 20 other five-man squadrons. Yeah. You know, that would be really it's, cool. I, what, the only thing that I suppose, the trailers definitely suggested it was it was one team of five against another team yes. of five. So, yes. But I, you've just reminded me of how Battlefront 1, I think it was, played or maybe it was two when with the dogfighting battles that you could do in that where they had loads of drone fight um ai fighters that you could right, fight against yes, as well yeah, yeah. and there was a handful of real players on each team and then there was like 20 30 ai controlled ones and i hated that fight that mode i thought it was awful oh, because wow. you'd be flying around engaging like taking out like ship after ship after ship and you get to the end of the map and it's like yeah you killed uh, 30 35 people 30 of those were um ai ships and five were other players and i'm yeah. like well, that's like what? That's, really? That sucks. That's what I loved about Titanfall 2's multiplayer. Because I always <laughs> felt so powerful because I was killing grunts and whatnot and then occasionally <laughs> killing a pilot and I loved it. I often, I don't know, I often felt like I'd been engaging one ship as well and then you'd, like the worst thing in that game was when you then, or that mode was then when you got killed by a real player because you were trying to fight all the, you're trying to find the real players and you just get bladed taken out by one while you're trying to take out an AI, which was, I didn't, I just really didn't like it. I thought it was shit but Fair enough. there we go yeah uh, so uh alex jones not hot on star wars squadrons then uh i i think it's cool uh i've never been too into the kind of the the flights in star wars games but you know yeah. I, I i'm a star wars fan so i'm willing to give it a give it a watch it's also a i believe it's a 40 dollar title so i don't think yeah, we right. can expect the world from this thing and uh, who yeah. would based on because that's one narrow put it this way battlefront 2 has dogfighting has dogfighting missions in the campaign and has dogfighting modes in the multiplayer. You know, 
I know well, this is a new studio, but no, no, it's Motive. It's Motive. No, and the yeah. new studio is in like it's not Dice. It, and also, isn't it Motive's first game? Yeah, but Motive Motive worked on um, Battle Battlefront Two. Yeah, we were just checking it out before this. Apparently, they did work on Battlefront Two. So, because okay. funnily enough, I had played. I've just this week played some of the campaign for Battlefront Two, um, and I've just fought, played some dogfighting missions, and they didn't feel great. Like they, I mean, they felt yeah. fine. I think fine is how I'd go with it. But it did. It's not something I'd like. Oh, I'd love to play five v five in this kind of. But know, hey, this you, you know what I? You know what I can say? A Star Wars game from EA that has a single player component and that uh, will not have microtransactions, as far as I'm aware. That's that's a win. That's a win. So you know, more Star Wars games. Everyone is a winner, theoretically. <laughs> It's, Star Wars games are so with me are so um, there are some are incredible. They're some of the best games I've ever played, and some are just toilets. Which, which which Star Wars game was one of the best games you've ever played? Out of curiosity, that's uh, not a weird question. I'm genuinely curious. So like Jedi Knight, like uh, okay. Jedi oh Academy, right, yeah, I, I, I love those games. I thought yeah. they were fantastic. I always forget you guys have nostalgia for those ones. <laughs> I don't, no, <laughs> Do I don't mean I don't mean that in a bad way. I just never played them. Mm-hmm. Pod racing. They're, of their t- they're of their time. Pod racing was a lot of fun, but no, like Jedi Academy and Jedi Knight, and that, they're of their time, but Jedi Repu- Academy Republic when I played Commando, it. dude. One of the best FPS yeah. games ever made. Star, Star um, Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, one of Chris's favourite games of all time. Yeah, exactly. That, see, that was, yeah, that was a good game as well. Like, there's, there's been a lot. Even, do you know, even going back to, like, the SNES era Star Wars games, I, I really enjoyed them, like, the side-scrolling, like, yeah. where you're Luke and you can, like, shoot and you're on... Um, was it Tantooine? Like right, and those are like some of the horrible old SNES games. But at the time, they were a lot of fun. But but then you get to some of these, you know, other Star Wars games that just don't seem to do it for me at all. Like they're just shoddy, built on built on the um, Star Wars name, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Well, Harsh. there we go. But then that that does bring up an interesting question, right? If we talk about EA Play. Uh, releasing Star Wars Squadrons, and obviously they're going to be showing a lot more tonight or would have already showed stuff by the time you were watching this. Yeah. But I guess, uh, Jamie, you had the question of what else are they going to be showing? Yeah, I guess because EA are sometimes the big unknown. We brought it up on the Discord earlier this week, and I'll be real, there was a lot of pessimism from, <laughs> uh, from, the, from the folks over there. Uh, a lot of people expecting the bare minimum from EA, and I can't really blame them for that because they haven't necessarily had a great track record of going above and beyond in terms of impressing or surprising anyone. But there is still a conversation to be had about what the what could and could not show up in this context, with the potential for some big games to be revealed or shown off here, yeah. and the potential for them to not be, as the case <laughs> as the case may be. But. Um, I don't know what the best way to go through this is. Maybe I throw some names out there and... Yeah, and maybe, maybe like a, a hot takes kind of thing. Right, I, I guess we'll start with uh, uh, a big one, um, yeah. and one that, if rumours are to believe, they've actually got a fair few plans for, and that's Apex Legends. Oh, um, yeah, okay, do, so... Well, yeah. de- definitely we know that they are going to be showing off stuff at Apex Legends, because they have tweeted about it. But, but do, you want, do you want to know what, what the... Yeah, do you want to know what the rumours are? Because some of oh, these yeah. are actually pretty interesting. So yeah. uh, amongst the things I've heard Mozambique's is, everywhere. Jonesy's hit the nail on the head. A, a new, new Mozambique. character no, entirely no. built out of Mozambique's. No, His it's name actually... Mozambique. Oh! Actually, interestingly enough, haven't heard any real rumours about the content of like future seasons or anything like that. It's more okay. logistically about the game, starting with the fact that Apex Legends could get cross-play at EA Play to, um, oh, nice. tonight. 
Um, Boys, that is- if we get if if, if crossplay gets announced, we're jumping back into Apex. All right. Yes, that, and that is exactly why they're probably announced because yeah. they they need that to happen. That and of I, course, I just, I'm surprised that we're in 2020 and only a handful of games have crossplay. This is like mad. Like as soon as this fucking COVID hits, everyone should have been patching their games for crossplay. That's just, in my mind, makes it's a no fucking brain. <clears throat> Yeah, they've yeah. got to be reeling off of the, how the success of Warzone and, and seeing a dip in um, how many people are playing yeah, on such sure, a big scale. Sure, and yeah. and one of the main reasons, surely, is because we can all jump on, do cross-play on Warzone. So. Yeah, well, it's what we do every time, literally. Yeah, it is, it is. And the other reason is because I think Apex Legends will also clarify its position on the next generation of consoles, which, unsurprisingly, yeah. it would just be like, yes, Apex Legends will be on them. But obviously, they need to announce at least some kind of cross-play solution for that as well, because... At the very least, at the very bare minimum, you need that PS4 to PS5 crossplay yeah. and Xbox One to Series X crossplay. Yeah, you don't play. want to fragment the player base too much, right? Absolutely. That's what Destiny announced the other day. Uh, they were unable to announce full-on crossplay. I think Apex Legends could. And in keeping with that, interestingly enough, Chris, I've yeah. heard some talk, some chitter-chatter, of Apex Legends coming to the Nintendo Switch. Um, I mean, cool. That's a good guess. Uh, obviously, because it's What's a free it going to look well. like on the Switch, though? Garbage. Well, yeah, <laughs> absolute trash. You may be surprised. Hot trash. I, I don't think it's too graphically demanding. It. it, it I don't yeah, know. When I, you consider the games that have recently made the move and how graphically demanding that, or how how graphically sort of ropey they are on the Switch, I just kind of imagine that for any game yeah, that but comes you, out. And it but doesn't. you've also it, it depends, right? Because you've also got some games coming on this, some ports coming out on the Switch, which look fine. Not great in terms of frame rate. Ah, maybe, yeah, I but, suppose you know. so. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I think it's a good thing, but I mean, it's not how I would ever want to play Apex. I could see, I could see myself playing Apex like that if out of necessity, but um, right, that's about it. Like if yeah. the fact that Apex Legends is free and could simultaneously get wide crossplay makes it like, oh, maybe I'll just keep a version of Apex on my Switch just in case something happens. But I think Josie's right. It's yeah, hard to imagine a scenario where it's cause, preferable. Because you know what, you say that, right? But I have Apex Legends on my PlayStation. I have Apex Legends on my laptop, okay? If you had to say to me, Chris, directly after recording this podcast, we're going to play Apex Legends, I'm going to be like, cool, I can't do it. Right. Do you know why? Why? Because I haven't launched Apex Legends in such a long time. There's probably like <laughs> 10 fucking updates waiting. That's true. Oh, That's right. yeah, you know, so true. it's all fine and well saying like, oh, I'll have it on my Switch and I'll just have it sitting there. But unless you've got your, your Switch set to like uh, standby mode with auto updates. I get where you're coming from. That's a good yeah. point. <laughs> I mean, it's cool for some people, but clearly, yeah, you're right. Not something for us to get excited about. Look, per se. if it's your only console, which, uh, you know, let's be honest, like uh, maybe not for like our generation, but surely for like younger generations where parents are only willing to... Uh, buy one console for their children and they let's say they've got a switch i mean switch has sold fucking gangbusters it mm-hmm. makes sense to put it on a large install base console yes and, you you're know, right you're kind right of, that's kind of like the end of the story about that one really yeah you might soak up a few people i guess oh, you'll that, soak yeah. Up yeah. Lots, yeah help um, bump up the numbers one of the, one of the things i really wish apex legends would do is just start introducing titans as a as a as a specific game mode probably and and just be like have an does, interesting does that, way of, of implementing it. Because it could be completely OP. Do they tread on their own toes doing that, though, because of Titanfall? Well, no, because 
I th- do, you know, do you know what I mean? Like blur the lines almost. Well, they, say, like, they, they've come out, uh, you know, whether they whether you can believe them or not, but um, uh, Respawn have come out saying that they're not working on title, Titanfall 3. So it's set in the Titanfall universe, universe for a reason. So ha- add Titans as a game mode. To be, uh, to be fair, yeah, they are, yeah. they are making three things at the moment. I, I could have sworn at one stage they said they were working on a VR Titanfall. Uh, I believe I believe that was the case, but then that slipped away into the ether, and the Medal yeah. of Honor VR game came up in its place. Yes. So yeah. now they're making Jedi Fallen Order two, Medal of Honor VR, and you know, still going on Apex. So, yeah, I'd be very right. impressed if there were a Titanfall three in development somewhere in there. As depressing as that is, it sounds like one thing too many for that team. Yeah, but but even even so, like what you could do then is you could you could. Let's put it this way, like Fortnite was really good in kind of figuring out a way to bridge certain certain genres, as it were, or or, or certain media. So, you know, you've got all these live events in, in Fortnite, and Fortnite is maybe slowly pivoting away from just being a game service to just being a media service, right? Mm, right. But why couldn't Respawn be, uh, like, let's put it this way, uh... Apex Legends has a really large install base. Probably gonna balloon a bit if it releases on the Switch. Probably say, yeah, at least a little. Yeah. yeah. Let's say you're developing Titanfall three. What's to say that you don't develop Titanfall three as a as a really robust single player campaign, right? And you have this this thing where if you have Apex Legends and you have the Titanfall three single player, that it creates Titanfall three multiplayer for you. Like it unlocks a mode in both of the games. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, what? Wouldn't, I, it, wouldn't it I'm just not sure be like a module? That. Do you mean in the way that Modern Warfare is separate from Warzone? In the, no, no, no. You so, can install one uh, without uh, having the other. So, because because your your concern, Jonesy, was that it, it'll it'll cannibalize their own kind of thing with titles. No, right? not uh, yeah, not not cannibalize the market. Cannibalize like just be a bit of a crossover. And do they really want Apex? And Titanfall to kind of become one sort of thing. Yeah, why not? So what I'm saying is, like, let's say, yeah, well, let's maybe. say, if, if you didn't want Apex, okay, but you wanted Titanfall three hypothetically, and you wanted a, a Titanfall three uh, multiplayer component, what you would have to do is download Apex, and then Apex, with the fact that you have Titanfall three loaded on your machine, would give you this mode that is the Titanfall three multiplayer version. Because Titan, because remember, Apex Legends is free. So yeah, yeah, but uh, how, sorry, how, 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 how are they, how are they taking your money in this scenario? Titanfall three. I, I, I don't, I, think, I don't understand what you're talking about. At I think, all. I think Chris is, I think Chris is saying, in order to get Titanfall three multiplayer, you need to download the free Apex Legends. Um, and then that means that oh look, you've got Apex Legends, yeah. you could play it if you wanted, but that's kind of like a. The, the one thing you do in order to get Titanfall three multiplayer yeah. is download you, Legends. You, you could almost, I don't. I don't think they do that, man. You could I think almost that's... consider it like a reverse uh, Warzone thing, where <clears> I've got Warzone downloaded on my on my PC, but I don't have Modern Warfare. But Modern Warfare is in the client. But you, you've just made do people download a forty odd gig game that they don't even want to play More just so they 40. can play the multiplayer. Or maybe or what, it's yeah, a case of in Apex Legends, it's like, hey, we're gonna patch in fucking the single player component of this game which is going to be titanfall 3 and then you just pay an amount to unlock it 
if if I I don't I can't I don't feel like that any of that's that likely if I'm being honest. But I do think one thing they could do, which would be kind of Fortnitey and would be legitimately wicked, I would say, is if they patched um, Apex Legends yeah. to have some something some addition which is a small contained area maybe of the map whereby you could go and get in a Titan. And it, the whole thing was like a little, t- a cheeky little thing to say, "Hey, Titanfall Three is coming." And then yeah. maybe like a small arena where the Titans were stuck in the arena, and you could jump in one, and just as like a little, "Oh, look, there, it's coming." But I don't, I don't really think it's likely. Like, a, well, well, no, yeah, you need like, to know. Yeah, we estab- we started this conversation by establishing how impossible it was that Titanfall Three, likely. even in development. <laughs> Right, then we then spent the next 20 minutes discussing all the various marketing and promotion ideas that Respawn could integrate to a non-existent game. So, yeah. The, the irony is that the one game I want Respawn to work on is Titanfall 3, and the other games I'm not that bothered about now at the moment is uh, anything extra on Apex Legends is... Um, I thought, you know what, Jedi uh, Fallen Order 2 would be cool. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd just like them to crack on with a Titanfall 3, but they're not yeah. going to do it because I want them to do it. Yeah, you and me. Shall, both, shall, we, shall we crack on with the EA Play then and get back, <laughs> yeah. on, back on track? Back on track. <laughs> um, so, one thing we know is not going to be EA Play is, is Titanfall well, 3. Well, never say never, but, but never. <laughs> um, uh, EA Sports, uh, unsurprisingly, uh, the big sporty arm of EA's yeah. publishing and developing uh, game is going to be there in full force. We believe there are going to be four sports titles there. Any Sorry, guesses as to the four? Jonesy, are you drinking? Are you drinking sake? Water? No, uh. it's, I know it looks like that. It's water, but I had it in a flask. It's the only flask I could find. It's got a little cup. <laughs> he just had these little cups. He's just like very dainty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just doing right, shots sorry. of sake. There we go. Um, okay, carry on. Uh, we EA believe sports. So Madden, the, Madden twenty-one. That's one of them. There are four sports titles. Any guesses? Three of them should be easy. The fourth one, FIFA. FIFA Madden, correct. Uh, what the fuck do they? Well, I don't even know what other sport oh, games they do. Oh wow! Um, looking for two more. One of them comes they, out. Comes out literally every year. Probably. Oh, is it not base ML baseball? They don't make that. No, they don't make MLB. Do they not make that? It'll be big. UFC. It'll be big. Make UFC. They make UFC. Oh, they make UFC. Is that a guess? So yeah, UFC. Jonesy's correct. UFC four will almost certainly be announced tonight. But the, you're missing the big annualized one. Probably pretty big in Canada, Scandinavia, oh, Russia. Ice hockey. Ice hockey? Yeah, yeah, it's ice NH- hockey. NHL. So yeah, Madden, FIFA, NHL twenty ones, and UFC four probably all going to be there tonight. Uh, no, oh. no fight night, and no NBA, and no PGA. Um, yeah, interesting. In fact, no golf at all. The PGA license is now with Two K, who are teaming right. up with the golf club. Um, to make okay, they're getting the team who made the golf club to make PGA two PGA two K twenty one or something. Um, anyway, moving quickly on, uh, the the next one's kind of a question mark. We know they're doing stuff. We don't know how much of it we'll see, and that's the big B Bioware. So I guess, do, I guess do we see Anthem two point <laughs> Yeah. So the the three things we could see are Anthem two point Dragon Age four, and a remastered Mass Effect trilogy. Um. We know about the third one, right? Well, we know we know all the rumors. No, we we here's the thing: we know all three of those are in production. There's no question about that. the The weird thing is, Is Anthem two point oh confirmed. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh okay. Um, I believe I think so. Anyway, God, you've got me doubting it now. Um, (laughs) No, the the weird thing is is that the rumor is actually somewhat counterintuitive. The rumor going round is that for whatever reason, the Mass Effect trilogy remaster will not be at EA Play tonight. That's the rumor. Oh, okay. 
Maybe they're holding it for some kind of a Nintendo Direct or something. Maybe, because apparently it's coming out this year. Um, it could be that they wait till, uh, is it like the N13, the whole November thing, tying in yeah. the, all the Mass Effect stuff. But that yeah, the rumor, the rumor is that despite being scheduled for this year, it will not be at EA Play. Do you think we see any Dragon Age or Anthem, though? I think you have to have some Anthem, dude. Like, I'd be amazed if Anthem's there. Really? I genuinely Ooh. like you. Say, you saying it's confirmed, like, uh, blows me away, man. Unless that game is is, unless they have done everything they need to do to to make you know to blow everyone away with, oh my god, they've they've saved it. Like, I think any play with Anthem is a, is is deadly for them. But, but, Anthem, they, but, they have, the but they have committed it to it, Jonesy. They've they've strong committed to fixing Anthem. Yeah, and I think if they go to this thing, I mean. People listening to this will know, but whether it happened or not, it's a little bit redundant. But I think you, you, if you go there and you don't say anything about the the high profile failure and your solid, concrete, visible plans as to how you're going to fix it, I think you've done something wrong. Mate, yeah, yeah, no, I suppose so. Yeah, I, I, I think maybe you're right. I just, I just can't see it happening. It feels like a poison pill that you put it into anything and it's going to do badly. Mm. Like, I, I, it always to me, it almost is like a thing that you separate off, you take away, and after EA Play is done in a few weeks or a month or whatever, then you show something and you because you don't want to, yeah. you don't want the, the unlock. Because imagine the memes that get dropped after EA Play if they say anything about any big thing about Anthem. Like, to me, it's almost like um when um. Uh, they were talking about um, Jesus Christ. What's it called? Fallout seventy six. As oh, soon yeah, as they yeah. mention Fallout seventy six, like it's um, it gets everyone just starts going, oh, what a shit game! Oh, look, look, they, yeah. they haven't even acknowledged the fact they, they it was awful. And I don't know. It seems like a seems like a mistake to me. But hey, well, man, we'll see the memes tomorrow if they yeah, do. Yeah, we'll, we'll know all about it in the comments. Where they're like, oh, you guys are idiots. Indeed, I I kind of think Jones. He's right. I've got a feeling they won't show Anthem. Ah. I, I think ah. they. I, I, I 100% agree with Chris's reasoning as to why they should, but I, <laughs> but I agree with Jonesy's reasoning as to why they won't. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Hold on. Have you just solidly sat on the fence so that you're yeah, right yes. either way? No, no, yes. no. I'm, I'm no. I'm saying point blank. They won't show Anthem. That's my oh, prediction. Okay. Oh, cool. Okay. Right. I'm just saying. No, I'm saying I agree with Chris's reasoning as to why right, they should. Right, right. Yeah. Like if oh, why it would make right. sense anyway, for them to. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah, I, I think there'll be summing there. You think there'll be some a Dragon Age tease? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there'll be anything substantial, but I think there'll be mm. maybe like a, a teaser trailer or something. I'm going to also do the classic EA move. You're no, if you're noticing a trend here, you know, stop me. Um, they're not going to show it. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think... I don't, I'm, I'm getting it into my head now that I don't think EA are going to do anything cool tonight. I hope I'm I wrong. I Dragon Age. I okay, well, okay. Dragon hold Age. on. The, 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 big, the thing that's going to be big for a lot of people, what about dice? <sighs> See, Dice, okay. here's the thing. Three years since Battlefront 2, two yeah. years since Battlefield 5, yeah. recently announced that Battlefield 5 support has been ceased. Yes. And of course, yeah, sure, yeah. there much has been to, a Much lo- to Peaswad's dismay. Much to Peaswad's dismay, absolutely. And Unf- there's- like a, kind of unfair to Battlefield 5 in some ways, man. But yeah, well, it is what it is. Yeah, um, I don't think it's unfair. Well, no, it, no, it's, sorry. It's, it's I, I mean only... the fact that it wasn't a bad game. It was, it was a fun game. Like it, I, I kind of think it's, you know, well, whatever. <laughs> I, I think it's, it's not unfair as long as there's a known quantity next, right? Like that's that should yeah. be the cycle. And an, an, an underwhelming entry in a Battlefield series getting eighteen months of support. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, 
don't waste it, don't spend any more money on it. <laughs> the weird thing is basically that conversation around Battlefield 6 is obviously heating up and there have been a lot of uh, insiders, people in the know, leakers and so on and so forth that have talked about it directly or indirectly. Lots of mention to the, the fact that it's returning to a modern day setting after yeah. Battlefield 3 and 4. Um, the question is, is it ready for this year? Because DICE and EA tend to show Battlefield games and Battlefront games the summer before they come out. If Battlefield 6 is not a 2020 release, and I've got a feeling it's not, then I think this might be another one that doesn't make the cut. I'm, I okay. hope I'm not being too okay. pessimistic here. But okay. so, so hold on, so what you're saying is if they don't show anything today, then that means there's not going to be a Battlefield 6 coming out next year. Is that what you're saying? No, I think, this, this I think that Battlefield 5 and Battlefront 2 and Battlefield 1 and so on, as far back as I can remember, they tend, they tend to debut the Battlefield game in the summer it comes out. Oh, yeah. I see. So maybe holiday this year yeah. it would you so expect I, it to So I've got a feeling that Battlefield 6 is not ready for the holiday this year and as such will not be at EA Play this year. That's yeah. my gut right. feeling, but I might And if they've, got Rogue, if they've got Star Wars Squadrons, you'd think that they wouldn't have a battle, Battlefront 3. Correct, yeah. I think Battlefront 3 is on the back burner. I think Battlefield 6 get, get, gets finished first. Yeah. I think they they do have some semblance of multiple teams because obviously Battlefield Five and Battlefront Two were a year apart, so clearly they were being yeah, co-developed yeah. at a point, uh, which also means that the entirety so about, of Dice. What about an entirely new IP? If they've got multiple teams, one is obviously working on, on not impossible uh, Battlefield Six, and then maybe another IP. Not impossible. I think there will be a surprise of some nature somewhere in this show. I just don't know where it comes from. Yeah, but what if the surprise is like a, a new fucking Sims game? It absolutely could be. Like The Sims 5 would be a big surprise and a huge game reveal. I, I'm going to say it now, purely because I played it this week. Bad Company 3 is what uh, <laughs> DICE are going to drop on us tonight. Dude, if, I th- if they do that, then they might redeem what so far is shaping up to be a pretty yeah. lackluster EA play. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I wonder if we should quickly clear up. There's one more category of games to clear up, and then maybe we do get into the real redemption arc, talk about a couple of franchises they could go back to the well on that would... uh, So basically, to get it out of the way, EA Originals program is still in full force uh, and we will see something from it, maybe even multiple things from it tonight. 100%. 100%, We know that uh, Hazelight and Joseph Farris, who made A Way Out, the co-op prisoner escape game, and he made Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons before that, they're going to be out there tonight showing off their new game. Oh, I hope um, the dude is there coked up out of his mind. Dude, at this point, EA know that putting that guy on stage leads to memes and gifts and conversations. So <laughs> you just you just do it, wouldn't you? Yeah. You, you actually give him the coke. You, yeah. Physically. You, even if he <laughs> doesn't want Christ. it, you just like, just like... No, man, I'm clean. It in, you know, Take it. Blow it yeah. in his face and just... Fuck it out. You're probably <laughs> right. Lock him in a cupboard where it's just full up to yeah. here. And you He's can't like, no, no, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a recovering uh, Narcotics Anonymous. No, don't do it. It's like, shut up. You're making us money. Shut, shut up it in his face. Um, Jesus. A developer called Zoink, who made a game you guys might remember called Faye, just spelled F-E. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they oh, have yeah. a game called Lost in Random that may well be there. And also EA <laughs> oh. had... Apparently EA at some point announced a partnership with... Uh, uh, a team called Velen Studios, who were made up of former Vicarious Visions executives, uh, and I'm hearing that they will likely have something at EA Play tonight as well. Yeah. So that's just another EA original from another studio. But now we get into the fun part, right? Which yeah. is Jonesy mentioned 
Bad Company 3, yeah. which would be a fun thing for them to do. But there are a couple of other things that EA could do that would be just as fun um, and just as improbable, but it doesn't mean we can't talk about them and get our dicks hard. <laughs> a, new, so, a new Command & Conquer. A new Command & Conquer, perfect. Uh, we yeah. mentioned Titanfall 3. Jonesy, how about one for you? Could they reboot Dead Space? Oh. Dead, see, Dead Space as a um, uh, coming on next-gen consoles would be incredible. Like, I, I think, do you imagine leveraging the power of the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X to create like a another Dead Space yeah, game? Yeah, but you know what and they'll also, do? You know what they'll do? They'll, they'll announce it and it'll be like, uh, just com- like a completely fucking shit genre. It's, like, it's a racing game set in the Dead Space universe. <laughs> and the, you're driving a car and there's monsters coming out at you from the side. But no, no I, it's also been long enough. Like, obviously, the time between a game um, going off the boil and people complaining about it and when a new one gets released in that series and sort of reinventing it, I think it's been plenty, plenty long enough. So, yeah, I could, I could see that happening. I'd be all over that. I've got to remind myself of some of the franchises that EA, EA has done. Do you, want, do you want me to reel off the list? So we talked about yeah. things like, we've already talked about things like Battlefield, we talked about Titanfall, Dragon Age, Anthem, Mass Effect. Uh, we know that a new Need for Speed is being worked on by Criterion, of all people, but that's probably a little bit early. Uh, so what, Dead Space, hap- what happened to Ghost Games then? What are they doing? I don't know what they've been put on. Um, they might have swapped places with Criterion, where like Ghost are now a support studio and Criterion are leading development. Right. Uh, Dead Space so still about, Yeah, the other ones I've noted here are Skate, Skate with obviously Skate Four has been uh, a long asked for game. Uh, Fight Night, SSX, Burnout. Do you know what I, I'm going to say? A Burnout game would be cool. I'd be up for a for a new. Burnout I feel like title. the tricky thing about a Burnout game is they've just put the Burnout developers on the Need for Speed <sighs> franchise, which kind of sucks. Yeah. It almost yeah, indirectly, so. yeah, it almost indirectly confirms there's no Burnout. But yeah, what about what about a remaster of SSX Tricky? I'd be down for that. Why not just make a new SSX? Well, why make Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remastered? Because they're great entries in, in the series. and so No, SSX because they print money. That's no, the only SSX, thing that SSX... SSX will Tricky will print money. Yeah, but do yeah. we want a good... Do we want good game? Or, All right, I've got one for me. you, Jamie. Do, what about okay, a new fine. army of two? <laughs> oh! Um, I would play that. I would fucking... Oh. If they brought back... If they pretended that Army of Two, the cartel, <laughs> never happened, brought back... Made the real Army of Two, Three, brought back <laughs> Salem and Rios, I'd be like... I'd be in there like swimmer, white yeah. baby. What I'd about a, uh, a fully-fledged Medal of Honor rather than like a Medal of Honor VR? I think, honestly, not to sound weird, I think with Battlefield on the go and, and everything else yeah. going on in the world of first-person shooters, I think what Medal of Honor needs is, it doesn't just need another entry, it needs an idea, it needs a hook. And I think that's kind of what VR was and is. Yeah. It's an yeah, excuse okay. to go back to Medal of Honor, go back to the well and uh, present something different. I think if you offered me another Medal of Honor that was just a first-person shooter, I'd say, I'd kind of, I'd say, why? And if yeah. someone had a good answer for that, then I'd take it, but... That's just where I'm. What I'm feeling at the moment. This also, to me, I mean, I, I could be completely wrong, but this doesn't feel like a year for World War Two games. It feels like you know, you kind of get that cyclical thing where you go a uh, bit of modern, a bit of old, a bit of modern, a bit. It feels like this isn't something. I, don't, I can't see a mo- um, Medal of Honor game. Yeah, yeah, but uh, Medal although, of Honor went into the modern modern age as well. Did it? Yeah. When yeah. the hell did it do that? The Dude, most they, one. They reboot. The, the yeah, oh, there were two I've, of them. They rebooted. Med- they rebooted Medal of Honor in like 2012 as just yeah. Medal of Honor. That was Monday, and then there was a sequel, Medal of Honor Warfighter, that was also Monday. 
And Mate, I think Warfighter, I've made, Warfighter act- was banned in a couple of countries because you could actually play as the Taliban or something like that. I must yeah, have actively ignored those games. I literally didn't. <laughs> I I, know I, honestly, I'm amazed that um, wow that you hadn't picked those up because I don't think Medal of Honor. I'm checking now. Medal of Honor hasn't been um, a World War II shooter since 2007 with Airborne. <laughs> Fucking hell! I, I'm gonna. I better shut up then because I don't know what I'm talking about. That's so. I Medal of Honor for me was always like yeah. I always thought of them as being the best World War II games. Okay. Um, well, I, I've got a question for you. And again, this is this is this is kind of like bingo for us. You guys obviously <laughs> listening to this and watching it. Yeah, that's what we thought, right? So maybe maybe yeah. this section has been boring for you. I do apologize. Whatever. But maybe you're looking at us and, and laughing and being like, "Haha, it was all about The Sims Five. Anyway, what about a a major title, brand new IP? So I'm not talking like, oh yeah, it's like a right, you know, yeah, like something big from I, EA. I, I think they have a lot of trust that needs to be restored in in people like us and other fans of video games because we know now that basically not only have they not treated some of their major franchises with much respect um over recent years they also haven't done right by a lot of new triple ips and anthem was the last time that we all fell for it to put it bluntly like we all watched those early anthem videos and previews and that that first gameplay demo and said yeah, we'll give this a shot. And they couldn't have dropped the ball harder than they actually did. So there has to be a healthy amount of skepticism. But at the same time, we should never be in a position where we don't support the creation of brand new AAA IPs. Because in some respects, they are a dying breed. EA are still a major publisher. And if they're going to put ultimately tens of millions of dollars behind a game, like we should all be behind that too because that's the industry's better for it it's it's like say what you, i've said this in the discord like say what you want about ea but they are important you know they do make a lot of games for a lot of people and oh yeah we should Definitely. always we should always want more games and we should always want them to be good you should never be proud of wanting a game to fail because that doesn't yeah. help anyone people lose their jobs the game industry suffers as a result I know that yeah, I know that sure. I know that got weirdly heavy. I didn't mean to I didn't mean to take that question in that direction, but yes, basically no, but I, ho- I, I hope so and I'd be excited. You know you know, what what's annoying for me is I feel that there there's been numerous times where EA have been doing bad stuff, like flat out bad stuff. But they've had so many times that actually they'd re- they'd show off something like a new IP, like let's say the first time they showed off Anthem and what people say to it, it, it's not like their reaction to it. It's not like, oh, this is gonna, this is shit. This is gonna burn. Their reaction to it usually is, I hope that this is good because the core ideas of some of the stuff that they're trying to do, it, it, it's solid, right? Sure. I don't remember people slamming Anthem like before it came out and before people had a chance to play it. Like I think people were genuinely excited for it. So I still I still think there's people who've got a lot of love for new content from EA. I, I'm, people are definitely jaded now for sure. But yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I think you're. I mean, you're right, Jamie. You're absolutely right. I don't. I think EA needs not just a win. EA needs a couple of wins. I feel just in terms of their public perception. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's weird though because like Jamie said as well. Like they, I think they win every single year. Like they smash it out of the park. Oh, yeah. But because it's because it's distributed across so many um, developers, across so many like annualized titles, across so many other games and updates and all sorts, it's really easy to kind of 
not see the I Chelsea, guess the dude, wood for the they, trees. They it's could like a weird literally thing. just release FIFA and they'd still be top tier. They'd lo- they'd exa- yeah. exactly that's exactly yeah yeah and they'd laugh their heads off. And I think that's kind of like being critical about EA releasing annualized sports titles is about as original and just as boring as criti- as using Transformers <laughs> as an example for criticizing blockbuster movies. Like, what are you really <laughs> saying? You're taking a piece of are a piece of media that literally millions and millions of people enjoy and going, ooh, like, do you know what the solution is? Don't fucking buy it. Like, don't <laughs> complain about it. Like, what do you what do you lose from a new FIFA coming out? Like, honestly, I, people sit there, they complain about <laughs> Ultimate Team, they complain about microtransactions. You don't fucking buy it. Guess what? I do. Guess how many microtransactions I buy in FIFA games. Guess how much additional money I give EA. Zilch. Because I don't even play that game mode. Like what? What are you complaining about? What are you complaining about? I don't. I, I don't. I, I don't care. You want to talk about <laughs> EA? You want to? You want to talk about EA ruin? No. You want to talk about EA ruining franchises? Well, let's have that conversation. You want to talk about EA closing down good studios? Let's have that fucking conversation. There's so much shit and so many teams that I want back from the dead, and they've died at EA's hands. That's a conversation. You know what isn't a conversation? Ultimate fucking team. Get a life. Don't buy it. And get like just get on with thing. Get, get on with it. Play literally. Do what you've been doing the entire time. FIFA has been around longer than most of you have been around. FIFA's older than most of you listening to this. Get a, get a life and get a grip. I love, I, I love I, that you've just gone on that rant. <laughs> I want to defend the people a little bit, just because I no, think... No, there's nothing not, to defend. Their life, they, it doesn't, it doesn't affect them. Their life goes because, on. These are people no, I know, I know, that are choosing to make their lives worse by participating in a discourse that wouldn't affect them otherwise. We see it all the time in fucking politics. Do you know how you keep your life good? Yeah, you make your life better? Don't get involved. It doesn't matter. It's nothing to do with you. Don't get angry. Don't choose to get angry about something that doesn't affect you. Yeah. <laughs> But I think let me let me give them a slight little defense because I think the only reason you ever get that kind of um, that attitude toward, especially sports games and EA, obviously the the best example of that, is because people don't see like the FIFA crowd. That you often get FIFA people that aren't gamers; they're just FIFAers, so they don't play any other FIFA games. Is. You you also get the same with like um, a lot of other sports titles because people only play that one sports title because they are into that sport. And I kind of guess that's where the animosity comes from. If you don't play fit football be- in the real world because you're a gamer and you sit in your, your room and you play games <laughs> like I did as a kid, and then you see your f- you friends and people you know who are who play football in the park and they run around and they're bigger boys and you go like, oh, I'm not like them, and then they all play FIFA. I think it's like a weird meshing of two worlds, which is why people go and get their backs up weirdly. Because I definitely saw that when I was younger with mates of mine that played FIFA and only FIFA, mates of mine who played games and only other games. They kind of had a real thing against each other in a negative way because it was like, stop stepping into my games industry. And then the, the FIFA players were like, oh, fuck off. Blah, blah, blah. And you know, all I'm saying is it's wasted energy. If you're out there and you feel yeah, like someone is. who genuinely cares about FIFA or Ultimate Team, like I'm telling you now, Stop caring. You are Jamie, literally... Can I, lit- can I tell you the definition of, of wasted energy? That rant? <laughs> Partly. Yeah. But also talking, talking about uh, our predictions for, <laughs> Something for an event already. that would already have, have happened for the benefit of viewers. We probably yeah. don't care. I get triggered so easily. Like I had, there was a conversation in the discord the other day that I had to 
force myself not to participate in because I was reading stuff that got me triggered and I just <laughs> fundamentally disagreed with and I couldn't I didn't want to chime in. Do you know who like who does it? A lot, and I can say this, I can call this person out because I know he can take it and you'll see the funny side. But Steph, Steph yeah. is the poster boy for like, <laughs> right. every time we bring up The Last of Us Part 2, Steph's like, oh, sounds like I thought it was the worst game ever. Every time you bring up FIFA, he'd go, oh, FIFA, Ultimate Team. <laughs> every time you, but like, it's just not original. It's not funny. Like, like what it's do you, what do you gain? The well, like, like, it's, not, it's, you... it's that classic thing of, it's not cool or interesting to dislike something popular. So stop making it a part of your personality. Like, <laughs> isn't it the same as though as as us? If we looked at something like Candy Crush or a mobile game and going, that's not a real game. And then there comes a study. Yeah, but we don't. Yeah, says, but we don't do that. I play no, no, Candy uh, Crush sometimes. No, no, no. I know, but I'm saying if we were to, that it would be the same as us complaining about a study which said half of gamers are 50 year old women, and and we're like, well, hold on, they're including Candy Crush. That doesn't count. It would be the same kind of thing in the same sort of ballpark. I think people just that's what it is. It's surely that's what it is, right? People going, that's not what that's not what I mean when I say. Nah, it's, it's people who thinks that people who think that disliking popular things counts as having a personality when it doesn't. <laughs> or what? What's the thing? I liked it when it was cool, and I don't like it anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As soon as it become popular, I don't like it. Is it? Yeah. Do you think it's the same people that had to, uh, you know, that after they watched uh, the Avengers, the one where fucking Thanos snaps his fingers? Do you think it's the same people that? felt the need to post on social media that they had to lie down on the cinema floor because they were just so shook. Maybe. I think Oh, God, I didn't read anyone say that. I'm glad I didn't. I couldn't have taken... I, 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 I actually... I know who Chris is talking about. I'll put it that way. There we go. Um, well, someone we, like, on your, some, we know. Someone yeah. we know. Someone we know. We'll tell no, you I don't believe you, but I don't yeah. believe you. Yeah, yeah, yeah someone, totally someone we know. Uh, and funnily enough, anyway, funnily enough nah. it's not Sam Richards. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, he probably already knew what was happening. I bet he's read all the comics yeah. and stuff. That's, <laughs> that, that's why I, I remember taking the piss out of him so relentlessly in the build-up to Endgame. And I was like, I didn't, I, I couldn't wrap my head around why people were so emotionally invested in a decision that they knew would be U-turned. Immediately, yeah. yeah. That, yeah, was, that was the part of that movie that, that uh, didn't, I couldn't figure out. And that's why I think I actually didn't rock with Infinity, Infinity War so much, but really liked Endgame. There's a, I actually heard a weird rumour today that they're thinking of bringing Thanos back. Uh, Thanos was cool. But Thanos was cool, but that seems so pointless. If you can just turn around and go, oh, that didn't happen. Yeah, like, you, yeah you, you, probably, you probably shouldn't. Although, again, they literally built a whole movie around the idea of turning around and saying, well, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, He's one dude. I mean, the other one was trillions of yeah. aliens and people, right? Well, the, the, that's the Pandora's box, right? As soon as you open the time travel uh, story device, guess what? You can travel back in time oh. again. Yeah, and- but it wasn't even time travel. Didn't they say it was di- um, different timelines, different dimensions? It was such bullshit, man. <laughs> Jonesy getting I don't, I don't all, all, all quantum theory. Yeah, I, well, I need someone else to have a rant now to equalize out from mine because now I'm just nah. kind of... I, I've got, no, yours was great. Yeah, I've we're, got, we're I've actually going to end the podcast right here, Jamie. So no, you know, I've got, so I've got, I've got the post rant like hangover where I'm like, <laughs> well, hang on a second, what did I just say? <laughs> and right, who, well, did, who slagged off? Who, 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 who did I make angry? How, how about, we move, off on, how about we move on from slagging off EA? All right, and and something that that might make you more interest, in, interested. All right, and I know it's going to make a lot of uh, people nostalgic and happy, and that is that Nintendo. Out of the blue, announced the new fucking Pokemon Snap. Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah. 
Chris, it sounds like you are possibly the most excited for this based on social media reactions. <laughs> no, not actually. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I've, I think it's well documented that I'm not a Pokemon dude. So no, me uh, either. But people in my life are very fond of Pokemon Snap, so I am excited for them. Yeah, nice. You know? Especially because like some of these people are not necessarily would consider themselves gamers. But they, they fucking love Pokemon Snap. So it could be like, hey, look, there's a new Pokemon Snap. And then you can actually, you know, you, you can, it's almost like bringing them back into your world so you can have these conversations. It's always, it's always a good thing. Uh, As yes. we were just saying, it's great to have more people into the gaming world because it means that there's, hey, more people means more money, which means more companies, which means more stuff getting made, which means, so it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so new Pokemon Snap releasing on Switch. Uh, interestingly enough, a joint between Bandai Namco and the Pokemon company. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, there's got to be a reason for it. I don't know what it would be. Yeah. Uh, I think I, that that actually, Chris, that sentence sums up how I feel about the entire game. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> like this is really cool for a lot of people. But I'm like, wow, where did this come from? I, I think I think a lot of people have wanted Pokemon Snap. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and in fact, I remember on ATG we we had made a video on like six games that should be remastered or six games that should make a comeback or something like that. And Pokemon Snap is one of the entries. And I, I was the driving force between having that on because I know how much that that simple game meant to people. Right. right. I never got it, man. I was, I, I don't, I still don't, I'm not going to lie. Like Jonesy, it's, it's literally just a, just a game about taking pictures of Pokemon. No, no, I know what it is, but I'm <laughs> like, I don't get it. Like I don't, Every time I see Pokemon Snap, I'm like, so what do you do? <laughs> you take, and then what do you do once you've taken the picture? I, I, okay. I, think, it, I think it's very much like I'm probably not as involved as uh, Animal Crossing, but it's got that same kind of feel, I guess, where it's like it's an easy game and you just have fun yeah. with it. You know? What I remember is that you're obviously on a, on a set path. It's almost like you're taking a tour, right, of certain yeah, yeah, areas you're and on rails pictures. And, and yeah. you can throw apples. But that meant that you, A, could miss the opportunity to spot and picture a certain rare Pokemon like yeah. in this one level, they'd maybe pop up one time. But B, there was also an element, almost like a dead rising photography style thing where, like Chris was saying, you almost were trying to encourage Pokemon to interact yeah. with certain objects in certain ways and take a picture of them doing things. I remember right. Because you got higher score when they did more interesting stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and there were like certain yeah. interactions that you could only do by fulfilling certain criteria. Because did, didn't you get more points as well if you could get multiple ones in the same frame at the same time and things? Something like that. Or, or, right. or maybe it was like you had to have like an uncluttered one or I don't know. Yeah. You probably got different points for different things. I think when Man, that, yeah. It's the weirdest fucking thing I've ever, I've well, ever. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it listen, the, so Pokemon Snap was announced as part of a wider Pokemon Presents and it does get kind of weirder because they're also released and, and it's available now, Pokemon Smile. This one's for you, Jamie, because I know you, you struggle <laughs> in the mornings. Uh, yep. It is a toothbrushing app. Yeah, I need all so the help I can get in that department. So yeah, so so basically they've gamified brushing your teeth. You have it on your phone. You switch on the front forward facing the camera. Uh, your kid starts brushing his teeth, and it gives you goals like, oh, you you've got bacteria on this side. Brush over there, and then like, this you- is gene. Okay, <laughs> you've just won me over. <laughs> Every single day, I try and get my four year old to brush his teeth, and he's like. It's so boring. He literally goes, it's boring. I'm like, it's brushing your teeth. It's not supposed to be exciting. Yeah. This, and it, but as soon as you get a phone out, 
yeah. and let him see like that, I think he might be all over So it. I'll tell you what, Jonesy, when, when it comes next week to your what did you play section, you can tell us how you and your son played Pokemon Smile. Pokemon Smile. I'm yeah. going to download it as soon as it comes out. I, I think it's available now. So It's available now? <gasps> I'm going to look and see if I can actually... Check, if yeah, check if it is. Uh, while I talk about the next game that they introduced, which was Pokemon Cafe Mix. Yeah, which, I, I, I missed this one. I, I don't actually know what this is. Uh, I must be honest. It, it, it's a puzzle game. Uh, okay. It, it, kind of like Candy Crush, but not Candy Crush. I, I got to be honest with you. From the trailer, I just didn't understand how you play this game. It is on Switch though, <laughs> Switch and mobile. So yeah, I, so I, you 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 touch the screen and you swirl around certain Pokemon, and you've got to chain them up and link them together to get rid of them, kind of thing. And then you get points, and then you can build a cafe, and you can expand okay. your cafe, and then expanding it gives you more. Right. Food orders. I, I did kind of get like an overcooked kind of vibe where like Pokemon would give you their orders and you've got to try and do it. But is it free to element. is it free to play? I don't know, dude. Because I, I have a I think Pokemon and free to play for me, they haven't always gone particularly well together in the past. There was yeah. that one Pokemon game, I can't remember what it was, but it was kind of like a post Pokemon Go style thing where it was like a isometric battle trainer kind of concept. Um, Wasn't that, yeah, fuck. Uh, I, I, its name escaped me, but I put a couple of hours into that and I remember thinking, like, this isn't what I thought it would be or wanted it to be. Um, like, well, I'm, I'm looking forward Pokemon, to the day Pokemon they Quest, it. excuse me, that's what it was Pokemon correct. Quest, that's the one, yeah. I, well, I'm looking forward to the day they release, like, a Pokemon VR game. I think that'd be fun. In VR, actually, like, throwing out a Pokeball and seeing a thing come out of it, like, all in, you know, as cool. if you were the trainer. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, so uh, another thing that they mentioned at this was Pokemon Go will be getting mega evolutions. Speaking of Ooh. free Pokemon games, um, mm. and yeah, Pokemon Go is still still a pretty big deal. Still going, oh, yeah, yeah, it I, is. Like beats me. Like I thought it died after like a month, but whatever. Uh, like I said, I'm not really into Pokemon, so probably the worst person to uh, bring up this uh, section. Uh, but- I got lost twice in London playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> you played the other Niantic game as well, though, didn't you? What was that called? Uh, egress or something e, uh yeah was it called e- yeah they did a do you know what was, that that's actually a tale of a, a company who updated a game and they broke it in my estimation so badly that i stopped playing it as soon as they updated it it was wow. horrible wow yeah. they changed everything about that game and it went to a complete shit right yeah, anyway uh, in this pokemon presents they also mentioned that next week there's going to be another pokemon presents and they did tease that they were going to be discussing their next big project so you know, could we expect what this year's Pokemon would look like? If there is a Pokemon or, or, this year. Or rather, or rather, are they going to tease and show off what next year's Pokemon is going to be like? It's too More soon, like, isn't it? Isn't it too soon? It does yeah, feel a little last, bit too soon. Sword and Shield was, feels like it's only just been out. Well, that like, was December last year. And the, D- yeah, it, the DLC came out for it this week. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. That still seems real soon to me. Like, No, I I, I'm, with jo- I'm with Jonesy. Like, Pokemon isn't an annualized thing. It happened to be because they did the weird let's go thing. So the Switch yeah. had two Pokemon games in a row. But Well, maybe it's I, let's go too. Uh, I enjoyed let's go more than I thought I would. So, <laughs> hey, like, All right, well, strange, well, stranger things have happened. Have we gotten to a point where there's maybe too much Pokemon going on? And, and I know there are... It, it's easy for me, a non-Pokemon fan, to ask this question because I know that there are Pokemon fans that are like, you can never have enough two Pokemon. <laughs> 
But is this <laughs> is this like fucking too much? Is this like breaking saturation point here? Like you're brushing your teeth with Pokemon, you're playing a puzzle <laughs> game with Pokemon. Uh, you know, you're, you're finishing off the one Pokemon thing, then you're going to go play Pokemon Go, and then Pokemon, you know, you go back and you play a yeah. remaster of Pokemon Red I or think, whatever, like, fuck. I think two things, right? I think first Joe, of all... Jones is brushing his teeth with Pokemon. You actually? I'm, yeah, I'm just going to save it so, <laughs> show, so I can show you guys on the camera. Okay, uh, cool. cool. I, I was just going to say, it depends, A, how much... What saturation point, I should say, these yeah. Pokemon games and concepts actually reach because there's been a lot of Pokemon before and many, much of it just either hasn't seen the light of day in our circles and our communities or in this part of the world and so on and so forth. And the other thing is like, how easy is it to ignore? Because it goes back to what I was saying about FIFA. You don't have to be angry about how many Pokemon things there are. You just have to not play them or not well, download them. So, right? so this is where I yeah. kind of disagree. Right, like now, uh, the Pokemon, now, let me. There aren't other things that the Pokemon company could be putting resources into. This like is the what Pokemon I was say. company makes Pokemon things. Yeah, so this <laughs> is what I was going to say. If the poke, if if people, what they really love about Pokemon is the core Pokemon experience. Okay, and especially judging by the reaction from Sword and Shield, right? You kind of think to yourself, well, stop making Pokemon start smile and stop making Pokemon cafe mix and Pokemon sleep and fucking Pokemon Snorlax or whatever, and just focus on making the core experience better, right? Like, But the, like, is, there, if it, there, it, is there evidence to suggest that Game Freak are being pulled off the main series to work on any of these things? I, I Probably not. I don't know, in but, fact, I'd go so far as to say I'd be surprised to hear that yeah. Game Freak were involved in any of these projects. Yeah. They, well, I, I kind of feel like as well that Pokemon is such a... It's not just one thing, right? It's not like they're just making one game series. So they need to cover so many bases. And I think, yeah, like yeah. Jamie said, it's not like the main developers of, of main title games and stuff are being pulled off to make some app about brushing your teeth. Like, they exist in a universe where they make everything... They're trying to make everything Pokemon. Yeah. Like, everything is Pokemon. So I I, I think it's fine. It feels like it stands alone on its, in its own two feet and it's a whole universe of Pokemon and fill your boots. Fair. That don't, having don't been get, said... Don't get me wrong. I'm here's not me. Here's me as a... Oh, wow! Gym, I love Face it. Face the camera while brushing your teeth. There you go. Uh, don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm not. Uh, I'm not shitting on Pokemon at all. It's just no, no. I was curious coming coming from a non Pokemon person, figuring out your guys's Pokemon kind of experience and, and uh, yeah. I, I, I think and, uh, I think I think you've answered it correct, like I, uh, efficiently. I play the games and always have done. Played I think every single one or one from every set. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But Pokemon's always been much bigger than that. And you look at prior to this set of announcements and what we were dealing with for the last like five to ten years, I've never watched any of the Pokemon TV show, how much any of the Pokemon movies, never played any Pokemon Go, briefly tried that Pokemon Quest thing, but there are a bunch of other apps I completely missed intentionally. Yeah. I think it's easy sometimes it's easier just to tune that stuff out, you know? Yeah. And and that's and that's what I have done before and will probably continue to do because <laughs> There's an audience for it. I'm sure there are parts of us, parts of the world where these things absolutely crush it in a way that is unfathomable to us. Oh but. yeah, dude! As soon as you market things to kids, then yeah, I, th- I think it's also a weird one because we see it as like a we think of Pokemon in the sense of games or whatever. But if you thought of Batman in the same way, right? If you thought of like every time you see like a Batman toothbrush and a Batman app and a Batman this and a Batman comic. That would be this, and then you look at the Batman games and the Batman movies. That would be like the way that we should think about Pokemon. Like Pokemon 
is not just a game or it's not just a this. It's it covers absolutely everything. The difference with Pokemon is there is no Batman company who <laughs> own all of that stuff. It's it's a distributed kind of yeah. you know rights are here, rights there. Whereas Pokemon seem to control. Am I right in saying Pokemon control all of that Pokemon stuff? Yeah, right. So they are they have an overarching interest in all of it, which is why I think maybe Pokemon feels a bit different. But you can see why they're trying to build this epic landscape. Yeah, yeah. they're already. Are they the biggest multimedia franchise in the world at this point? Yes, got to I think, be up yeah, there, I think right? they are. I think they are. Yeah. I think you're right. Like mixed mixed multimedia. For sure. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll, oh, yeah. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's skip ahead. Let's let's cover one more thing because we do need to wrap this up. It's turning out to be a two-hour fucking thing. Not just yet, but soon. Oh God. Um, yeah. All right, Jonesy, you you would you would uh, come up with this uh, interesting thing. I didn't even know that this was a thing. All right. Uh, yes, this is a couple of um, uh, rumours put together that um, I was reading up on just before the pod. So basically there's a DC event called the Fan Dome. I did check the spelling of that numerous <laughs> times. Um, which yeah, is I, happening. I got a, a press, uh, press Oh, like thing. alert. Yeah. Right. So that's happening on the uh, weekend of around August the 22nd where um, DC are announcing a whole load of things. They're talking movies, TV shows, um, uh, and you know all sorts of sur- uh, DC um, things and, and around their whatever they're releasing. Yeah, um, Warner Brothers games are going to be there and are doing an announcement that has been confirmed already. So then, of course, we start thinking Warner Brothers. Or what are we going to be thinking? We're thinking Rocksteady. We're thinking Batman. Um, those are some of my favorite uh, game. That is one of my favorite game series. I mean, take Origins out of it, maybe, but um, <laughs> <laughs> and so anything like that is going to get me super excited. Um, the one thing I, I we were talking briefly about before the podcast was I'm not really sure how the connection has been made in the articles that I've read, but the, the thinking effectively goes: Warner Brothers Games um, are going to be there doing an announcement. Yeah. Um, Imran Khan from Kind of Funny Games has um, he has said that the game that is being made is not going to be a Batman game, but a Suicide Squad game that is being made by Rocksteady. Right. I'm not quite sure how they make the connection between Rocksteady making the Suicide Squad game, because I think, Chris, as you were mentioning, there was a Suicide Squad game which was being made by Warner Brothers Montreal, So, um, but that has apparently been cancelled. Yeah. So this is why it's like, who's well, making it? Where's it coming from? It, it, it's all this, it's all the rumours and speculation, right? It was rumoured that they were making... I don't think it was ever confirmed that they were making a... a Suicide Squad game, um, rumored, yeah, rumored, and then and then, well, the rumored game has now been cancelled. So it's like, yeah, did it ever exist? But in then the first picked place? up by Rocksteady, who last we heard were either working on a new Superman game or a again, I think rumored. it was su- superhero, right? It was generally called superhero get a title or something? They no, no, no. So was it so confirmed it was Superman? Nothing was confirmed, but the the, the prevailing rumors were either a Superman game or Justice League game. Right. Uh, so it's interesting that it could actually turn out to be a Suicide Squad game. Um, maybe to tie in with James Gunn's kind of reboot slash sequel. I don't know. It, yes, it's an interesting one. And, and loads of people have been waiting to see what Rocksteady were going to do. Uh, but then well, it, it, it also, sorry, James, it also muddles, muddles the water a bit when Warner Brothers Montreal are quite clearly working on a Batman game. Yeah, the worst kept secret in the games industry and probably <laughs> one of the worst promoted games maybe ever like like in in the dumbest way possible especially if they're going to be waiting until august 22nd to announce it yeah if if that if that like at this point now it's already like a foregone conclusion in that no matter when that next batman game from wb montreal is announced it will be possibly yeah the worst like 
<laughs> worst uh, like PR cycle, marketing cycle ever. Yeah, because it's so many false starts, right? They had all of those yep. teasers. People thought it was ramping up, and then nothing. So it's like, oh, okay, they, well, they've yep. stopped. And then they ramp up the teasing again, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, this is it. No, nothing. Yep. It's so bizarre. Well, it's almost like a weird um, switch as well, because if so, if you had um, WB Montreal, if they apparently were making a Suicide Squad game, which got canned from them, and now they're making the Batman game, but now the Batman game, um, but uh, now the Suicide Squad game has been passed over to Rocksteady. It's like, why would you? I do you know what I actually wonder is if all of these rumors of things are almost treading on their own toes. If all the rumors <laughs> are getting confused, and it isn't a Suicide Squad game, it is not from Rocksteady, and it is actually just talking about. WB Montreal and the Batman game. Like I, I don't get where one Maybe. thing starts and the other stops. Let, to be let fair. me let me gaze into my crystal ball here, Jonesy. All right, let's say Rocksteady were working on a Superman game. It was absolute dog shit. Warner Brothers <laughs> said, "No, no, no, no. Take your brother's homework and finish it, and your brother will just work on something else." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then, but then that's exactly what happened with WB Montreal and the Suicide Squad game in the same thinking. No, that, that's, that that's they were what I'm making. saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so, no, I said you... So Oh, so they've basically swapped because like, you guys were messing that up. You guys were messing that up. Let's do a swap. No, 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 dude. So Rocksteady were making Superman. <laughs> this is my, was what I'm thinking. My hypothetical that I actually have to explain what this hypothetical is. <laughs> Rocksteady were making Superman. They fucked up Superman. Warner Brothers Montreal worked on, on Suicide Squad and then Warner Brothers Games as a whole took over and said, no, no, no. Yeah, Rocksteady finished the Suicide Squad game. Warner Brothers Montreal make Batman Court of Owls or whatever it's going to be called. Right, yeah, but yeah. Which, which that seems that is what the rumors suggest. But yeah. uh, interesting, man. I mean, August twenty second, we got to wait to find out. But it's definitely a bit of a weird, yeah. a weird situation. I'll be honest. Like, I know the, there were never rumors to suggest anything other than some kind of a DC Comics entity. Yeah. But I was in the camp of hoping that Rocksteady would flex their muscles and try something completely new. They Not really DC related. Yeah, they, they really reinvented themselves with the Arkham trilogy. Um, as a developer that, you know, no matter what they made next, it would be exciting. Yes. And yeah. I hope that it's not just a game where they take the that brilliant sort of Arkham combat and those stealth mechanics, apply them to certain characters in a theoretical Suicide Squad, and then maybe throw a few other ideas around for some of the more tricky characters from the Suicide Squad to encapsulate in, in terms of gameplay mechanics. But I don't know. I just think when they're at the top of their game and they really milked their early ideas for everything they're worth to the point that I think most people were coming towards the end of their tether with Arkham Knight. I know there's a lot of excitement for whatever's next, yeah. uh, and I can I completely get that. I will absolutely play another Batman game too. But I don't know. I just I would have liked to have seen them try something substantially different in a way that I worry the Suicide Squad might not be. But I'd, yeah. I'd love to be proven wrong. I'd love to be proven wrong. Well, if, uh, I, if I can be slightly cynical and say, and like, if I think what's likely to happen... Given the fact that Suicide Squad 2 movie is going to come out, as we've said, it smashed it um, on the box office. Um, you've got the Marvel Avengers game coming out at some point, which is obviously going to be the Marvel offering. I can, I think they is Rocksteady release a Suicide Squad game based on a, a lot of what they learned with Arkham. Because you could play as Harley, you could play as, um, I think, uh, Nightwing and a few other um, characters and stuff. I can't remember who exactly. But I, I don't understand Joker why you, you could do, play as. But I don't understand why you do that and you don't do a Justice League game. Um, I think because it coincides with the film, whereas the with the Justice League hasn't got another one coming out, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, but I, I feel the characters are way stronger than any film. 
I, I just think they want to win in that Marvel. Of, I think they think Marvel Avengers is going to be shit and they want to win when it comes to that. <laughs> Maybe. And they will. I, I think they will. If they release an Arkham Knight game reskin, th- exactly what Jamie doesn't want, I think they, I think I th- they can win. Yeah, I think the only thing that kind of goes against that possibly is that Arkham Knight was released in 2015 and we have to imagine Rocksteady were putting their plans in place for whatever's next by then. I think well, 20, before then. Before then even, yeah. But I think even looking at 2015 as a date... I think that was a little bit too early to either a plan to tie into a Suicide Squad movie that came together quite quickly because oh, but they the whole- weren't they weren't planning it right. We already know that they've axed what they were going to do next. It's already been Superman. The rumor has already been canned. So maybe it wasn't in the, whatever was in the work. Then's all gone away, and they started working on a new thing like a couple of years ago. Maybe maybe I just think that ba- Rocksteady's based on their pedigree and how much faith like a Warner Brothers would theoretically put in a company like Rocksteady. I can't see Rocksteady's next big game that we've waited five years for being them picking up the scraps from a cancelled Warner Brothers Montreal project. That's not me saying it's not Suicide Squad and that Imran Khan is lying because, you know... (laughs) Well, he is a cricketer, so, you know, he says he's... He, uh, (laughs) yeah. And a politician, so there you go. Yeah. We'll never get away from that joke. We've got to stop bringing up Imran, Imran Khan on this <laughs> yeah. podcast. Maybe that, that's it. Like moratorium on it. No more Imran Khans, right? Yeah. It brings out the dad in you guys too much. <laughs> I, I, I completely get what you're saying, Joe. I, I, in my head, though, if I'm being super cynical and I'm thinking about money, I can, see, I can just see Warner Brothers going, we can win this by getting the guys who made Arkham, the Arkham games, to make a Suicide Squad game basically reskinning Arkham and updating it a bit, adding in those characters, making it playable, it will be better than the Marvel game. I don't know. I'd, that's in my I, cynical I, again, way. I, 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 I don't know where that would confidence would come from. The idea that we said, hey, let's pick up a project that Warner Brothers Montreal were dropping the ball of. Give I don't it, think they give it, it up, to Rocksteady. Though. Give it to Rocksteady and assume that that would be better than a Crystal Dynamics developed Avengers game that everyone thinks is going to be bad because they didn't like the faces two years ago. That's, <laughs> that's the only, that's that's the really only argument anyone's got yeah. for Marvel's Avengers. Whoa, the faces were a bit weird. So what? <laughs> so what? Play the fucking You're game. Right. You're right. However, I still think it's going to be a terrible game. I don't. But the reason isn't just that. The reason for me is everything in that game is so hard to do. All those characters are far too OP to put into a real game. That's why you can't make a Superman game because he's far too powerful for any game. It doesn't work. Whereas as soon as you talk about like Batman, the reason you can have an Arkham game and be so good is because at the end of the day it's punching and kicking and they've got that free flow fighting system, which is wicked and everyone loves it. So all you've got to do and all... Like how many, how many, first of all, like, how many characters control like that in Suicide Squad? How many characters do you want to control like that in Suicide Squad? I think, because I you, think you, most do you of them, get right? you, what? But what's the benefit of making a Suicide Squad game to then say, "Hey, eighty-five percent of the roster just use the Arkham combat"? What's the fucking Look, point? Because you've got so the, I guess you talk, so you've got like Deadshot, I guess who's who you can say he fights like Batman, but he's got a gun, and then you go, "It's Harley Quinn. She fights like Batman, but she's got a, uh, a <laughs> this sledgehammer." Is the worst pitch ever, Jonesy. Yeah, no, I know, I know, this, I know, is, I know, this is where it all falls apart. I, but I don't think it falls apart. I think they've already had. You could already play as four or five different characters in Arkham Knight, as you know, with DLC and things. And Harley was one of them. And uh, I think, I think it was no, it wasn't Nightwing. It was it was Red something, wasn't it? It was Robin in a red suit with a uh, truncheons or whatever. They've already done it, and it is the same fighting system. They just add yeah. in a backflip, and it was the, it was the, it a, was the weakest Arkham game that they'd made. As no, a, it was better than Origins. Come on, man. Yeah, no, they that's why. Origins, that, though, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why it was it was Rocksteady's weakest Arkham game. Yeah. 
I like I liked it. And if they if they said, hey, there's another game you know made by the same people using the fighting system but tweaked, and it's yeah, now. But the here's the thing: score. that's what Warner Brothers Montreal are making. <laughs> no, but they're but they're making. Uh, what do we? But yeah, they're making they're making a, ba- they're the Batman, making a Batman game that uses the Arkham combat because of course it fucking does. Yeah. If Rocksteady's game after all this time was a Suicide Squad, where it's just like, hey, here are a bunch of characters who all use that same combat, that would be an effing disaster. And the idea that Warner Brothers <laughs> would go down the, anyway, I don't, I don't think so. I think Rock, whatever Rocksteady are making, I think it's different. I, I hope so. I hope you're right, but I also hope that there is a Suicide Squad game that uses it. I think it'd be fun. Wow. We'll find out August 22nd, I guess. Probably. <laughs> hey, yeah, I don't know. Well, I've run out of steam on that conversation. Yeah, with, with that, I think we, we, we tie it there because... Oh! Fellas, guess what? It's almost two hours, isn't it? Almost two hours. So if we cut it now, maybe we'll, maybe we'll live. Uh, <sighs> all right, so we need a code word to, to bring this to an end. And I think nothing's better than Jamie's rant. No, don't no 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 because I'll get well I'll get too self conscious about it. I already am. I'm I'm already know the first thing I'm doing when we stop recording is going back to listen to it to make sure that it was actually okay. Because I now I'm all now I'm getting all funny. I can guarantee you that it was fine. Okay, I tell you what. How about how about we how about we make the code word something we didn't talk about, which is Witcher Three is free on PC. Nah. Well, no, that's such a rubbish code word. Imagine every oh, comment is which. Because then everyone which in the are, comments will be citing which three is free on PC. It'd be funny. Oh God. Okay. Right, it's not that. It's I'm not. Gonna, that. I'm going to give you one. Why don't we call it uh, two two hour boys? All right, because we're we're hitting that two hour mark. All right, two hour boys is good. Right. Two hour boys is your code. Thank you so much for watching. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on a podcast platform of your choice. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube, and then head over to the podcast platform of your choice and give us a, a rating. Although I think only iTunes gives ratings, but just give us five stars and uh, leave a little message because uh, we like those. Uh, and tell your friends about all of what we do because, you know, we need to grow. We need expansion. People need to know the good word of the Super Show. And with that, thank you so much for watching and listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Yeah.